What's up, party people? I hope you uh, got a glass in your hand. You're ready to drink with us. Uh, before we get into this episode, a little word from our sponsors, as usual. Laughable 2.1, finally out and fixed, because I believe last week we were like, uh... Yeah, something. last week we were like, don't download it. The news is, it's fixed. So if you're listening to this episode right now, 2.1 is out and it's fixed. And the great part is, everything's still the same, right? You can still... Um, favorite, your favorite artists, your favorite podcasts, but now you can enable push notifications where you can get pop-ups letting you know when those episodes that you have, um, that you're following or subscribed to are finally out and available for you to listen to. So that's pretty rad. It's fucking awesome. Yes, it is. But of course, you know, there's some people out there that don't want to listen on a fucking app. I know. I know. And for those of you who don't want to listen on an app, don't want to pre-download it, you can listen to us on Demon Seed Radio. Every Thursday night, 5.15 Pacific, 8.15 Eastern, with the replays on Friday nights. And if you want to check that out, what's the website? DemonSeedRadioNetwork.com. And there's a bunch of other awesome shows on there. If you, do you guys like tits? Maybe? Simulated sex, maybe real sex. Ooh, well, you should definitely check out the other shows because uh, it's hot. Now back to our show. Yes. Like I said, I hope you guys have your glasses in your hands and you're ready to fucking drink with us. This week's episode is with Penthouse Pet of the Month of June, Olive Glass. Olive is an interesting character. She's very interesting. She was sharing a lot of stories where I was like, this sounds like a movie, but it's not. It's real life. (laughs) Yeah, she is honestly has one of the most interesting backgrounds in porn. Definitely for sure. And not your typical average Backstory, her origins, if you will, if this yeah, was a comic. It, it's almost comic book level origins. Yeah, like definitely, it was very fascinating. Um, it was good times for sure, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So let's knock it back and have a cold one, everyone. Cheers. Perfect timing on that shit. So, speaking of recording, we are right now. All right. Woo. Cheers, everybody. So, I'm Cheers. empty. Someone left oh, me fucking empty. That's my bad. Uh, sorry. I can't. Oh, the microphone. Sorry. I'll, no worries. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> Once I fill my fucking glass. God damn it. I like your metal cups. Stolen from the finest bars. Ooh. I have a glass goblet. That's actually my parents' fucking stemware from their wedding. (laughs) That's lovely. Oh, wait. Cheers to your parents. (laughs) I'm lying. It's from my mother's first marriage. Oh, okay. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Skull. I forgot my sister corrected me on that shit. She's like, it's not your parents' stemware. It's my parents' stemware. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, okay. Makes sense. My parents' wedding was probably pretty chintzy. Yeah. My parents eloped. My parents got married on Halloween night nice. oh, at my, nice. my aunt's house. So about every 10 minutes, the doorbell was ringing during the ceremony. Trick or treat. Oh, really? <laughs> and I was six and I was like, but like, why can't I have 
candy and go and do that too. <laughs> what the hell, guys? Weird planning. <laughs> that is, yeah, that seems like really bad planning. And you can't turn the lights off to convince kids you're not home. Yeah. A fucking ceremony. Yeah, can you imagine just flicking the lights off during the middle of the ceremony? We're just going to do this in the dark, guys. <laughs> do it by candlelight. It's romantic. Yeah. A lot of candles. And a lot of candy. Yeah. yeah. And costumes. Come on. At least they planned far enough ahead to actually have candy for the kids. Because that would have been horrible if the kids were ringing up the doorbell and there was no candy. Oh, no, no. We didn't have candy. Oh, no. We just oh. told them to leave. <laughs> That's really bad planning. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. there's a fucking wedding going on. It's like, get yeah. out of here. We're busy. It's like, uh, you know, in Beetlejuice when they're like getting married and it's like kind of a Halloween-y vibe. I like, like that. that. Yeah. I remember one Halloween when I had my house, we had, we had like, because I lived in a cul-de-sac and the driveway was huge. So like instead of like having the kids come to the front door and ring the bell for candy, um, my ex at the time, my, my boyfriend at the time, he and I um, sat in chairs on the edge of the driveway and had like these big ass bowls of candy. But oh, we, nice. But what we did was <laughs> we went to the 99 cent store and bought like a shit ton of fucking condoms, you know? Cause you oh can, my gosh. You can get them for like a dollar for the, by the dozen, you know? Yeah. The, and who knows if Cheaper by the dozen. I, I would not trust my dick to any 99 oh, hell cent no. for a dozen Hell condoms. no. But, but that's what gave me the idea because I was like, wow, they sell condoms at the 99 cent store. Like you can get a I box love of, that. A box of 12 for a dollar. I'm like, it's, who the fuck uses these things? I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep making that joke because I think it's funny. It's cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> Show, right so we ended up buying a bunch of these from the 99 cent store and just threw the condoms into the, the mixed it with the candy and so when kids would come we would like throw it in their bags because you know when you know when you were when you were kids did you ever did your parents ever like go through your candy and make sure that everything was like oh yeah 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 i only did halloween like maybe twice but that like every time yeah. my parents were like check for razors and the apples yeah or whatever and make sure there's and, nothing like, weird right yeah and then usually they stole like half of it <laughs> for me yeah such a dick move i know yeah and it was also their anniversary night so i feel like they felt entitled that's right to that's right because you're yeah. my half so, of my candy i feel like if the if the parents like went through the kids ba- um you know bags from my house or whatever and like they're promoting safe sex it's such yeah a, you know, for the young ones <laughs> and you know if they can use it as like a water balloon or something yeah they'll probably be like mom what is this it's a balloon honey just throw it away <laughs> hell the cheaper ones are probably better as water balloons than they are as condoms true yeah totally cheaper than regular water balloons too true mm-hmm. actually true also yep. yes I, you know, I can't really say that I tried them out because I was like, this is weird. <laughs> you and condoms? Yeah. Okay, that too. But <laughs> I was just watching this thing on Instagram, like all these, there's like an entire like channel on Instagram of mm-hmm. um, DIY projects you can do with condoms. And it's like, you can really? use it over your makeup uh, sponge thing mm-hmm. to get like a better uh, cover. You can use it as water balloons. You can use it for... Um, what is it called when you combine glue and newspaper? Paper mache. Paper mache. You can use it to like do paper mache projects. Like all this stuff you can do. Um, oh, you could, what is it? There was like one that was like how to boil an egg through a, it was like really weird. Oh, probably like, to, to, to do like, um, what's it like called? Like poached eggs. Like poached eggs. Where yeah. You crack it in the, yeah. Oh my God. This it was so weird. <laughs> I'm hoping those are ones without spermicidal lubricant on the fucking poached egg. Oh, oh! I sake. mean, yeah. I imagine not. Hey, it might be a good flavor. You never know. Cherry flavor poached eggs? Yeah, it, it kills Banana. all the sperm in your stomach. <'s> <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a group of people who would need that. I'm not True. one of them. 
Anyone else need spermicidal lubricant in their stomach right now? Mm. Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? <laughs> mm. I guess none of us either. Oh, you got whiskey all down your front. Oh, my God. Cruz's well, drink just I'm came out. I'm not even drunk. What the fuck, <laughs> well, dude? Well, now your cleavage is, so. <laughs> it's like your fucking sh- drink just shot all over you. It's a fucking money <laughs> shot. What the fuck, Cruz? It was hot. We're talking about loads in the stomach, and then I just took a load of whiskey all over my chest. What the fuck, dude? Okay, clumsy cruise. At it again. All right, let's continue. I'm just gonna so, grab tissue. Yeah, so, yeah. Real quick, cruise. Before you run away from the mic, are you becoming like you know, one of them bitches where you drink like with you know they pour the champagne on you? That's how you drink it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's like those cats that sit in the sink and just let the water pour onto their heads and slurp it up. If it if it was champagne, I you know it'd be just be like me at work. You know when I work at the nightclub. <laughs> Do your patrons often just pour champagne on you? Wait, where do you work? I work at a nightclub. Can I come? <laughs> and, yeah, totally. I work at a nightclub, and every Saturday night, because Friday nights and Saturday nights are a little different from each other, Saturday nights, we, um, I, when I do bottle service, I, I go to the stage where the DJ is, and yeah. me and the other cocktail waitresses, we take a bottle of champagne and we shake it up and we just champagne showers in the crowd and they're all shower. about it. And then I'll sit there and if I have some left over, instead of sharing it with the crowd, I'll just like drink it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I can't really drink champagne because it gives me like a raging headache. I've tried for years to drink champagne, but I just can't do it no matter how glamorous it is. But I think I could get covered in it and feel good about that. I'd hope so. I mean, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, have you had a champagne shower? I have not. I'm not much of a club goer, and I like my alcohol in me. Yeah, well, it absorbs through your skin. Science. Not, not the same way. <laughs> so many, I mean, it takes a lot of alcohol to get me drunk in the first place. The amount of alcohol it would take to get like, through my pores to get me drunk. I was going to yeah. say, maybe you should do like a champagne enema. I was going to say something about yeah. the champagne it'll tampons get, that you probably, put up your butt. It'll probably get you drunker faster. <laughs> or if kill you, me. If yeah. You, okay, or that. that. <laughs> hey, 50-50 chance. One of them, you'll get ragingly drunk and you'll have a great time and the night, you know, the other way you die. Like, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's just how things work. I was it's just life, having okay? this conversation with someone earlier. About, about murdering me no, with champagne? No, 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 no. Just the other day, we were talking about how sure. people, people do, like, they do all sorts of stuff through their butt. You know, like, you can... You can I know like, about that. For like what you're saying, champagne, fucking tampons, shove it up your butt, whatever. Mm-hmm. People pour drinks up their a- down their ass, I guess. And then Sorority um, girls so a lot of people do shit. a lot of people do drugs up their butts. No. Yeah. What suppositories? That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Because I everything everything you, it so? hits you faster when like, you do drugs through your asshole. Like cocaine or like you could well, do. I've heard of people doing cocaine, but people will stick like um, for instance ecstasy pills up their I would ass. Say Molly seems like Molly. Yeah. Um. Whew, I just feel like that would burn. No, it tingles. <laughs> and uh, not that I know. <laughs> <laughs> you say that with such confidence. <laughs> but um but yeah, like people people that that do like um weren't we just talking about this with Charlotte too, like doing like beer enemas and wine enemas and stuff like that cuz it fucking it everything absorbs faster through your butthole. Yeah. Disclaimer for the audience. Please don't do this. Yeah, don't. Please don't die. Like we're not saying this because we think mm. you all should try it. <laughs> I know, I'm all like, oh yeah, good. it hits you faster. Everyone's like, oh my try. Yeah, no, no, this could kill you. <laughs> right. If you survive this, we're not saying you should. Tweet at us. Let us know how it was. Yeah, also be sure to take aspirin because you're going to be hungover. Yeah. But please don't do it. Yeah, but no. if you do, tweet at us. Yeah. <laughs> tweet at me. If you do it. I just full put a vodka tampon up my butt. No, don't, like, just don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> or disclaimer, rather, right? That yeah, was right. a disclaimer. 
officially, and now we drink, supports alcohol going into your mouth, down your esophagus, into your stomach, being processed the traditional way. Yeah. But whatever you do in your own time is on you. Yeah. And now we drink is not responsible for any accidents that may happen to anybody that has listened to this podcast. We got to bring the party lawyer when he moves to California just on air just to make yeah. disclaimers for us. Yeah. Like, hey, you can... Uh... Yeah. Where is my lawyer? <laughs> well, I, I really do have a good buddy of mine who is Carl the party lawyer. Cool. And he is moving to California finally, so... Yeah, it's amazing when. Make him a part of the show. Just he sits in the corner until like you really need him in something and then he can just jump in and have like some really quick legal jargon, like small print, fine print. He's just like this these people do not recommend this in any way. (laughs) And then go back to the normal show and then he sits back in the corner. He's good for that. He's also because he's actually been on the previous, you know, edition of the show. Oh, cool. And he told stories about picking up girls in Vegas and doing a ton of blow. So He's the party lawyer. (laughs) He's the best. I have yet to actually party in Vegas. I've gone to Vegas. Like, I've worked for, like, Naughty America in Mm -hmm. Vegas and, um, like, Mike Quasar. Yeah. In Vegas. But, I like, I go in and I shoot and then I go back home. Mm. And I'm always, like, I need to, like, I want to stay at um, the Parisian Hotel and, like, go out. Probably, like, old Vegas. Yeah, Fremont's Old a lot Ve- more fun. Old Vegas is more fun, and the drinks are definitely cheaper. <laughs> Not yeah. by much anymore. Really? They're coming up on there? What? Yeah, the the you know the clubs, and since they remodeled a lot of those casinos, drink prices are up. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I just used to think be it, my go-to okay. spot. I used to live in Vegas. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you both lived in Vegas. Yeah, I, yeah. Lived, I lived back back then. I lived in o, o, between 07 and 09 is when I lived out there. Okay. So things were a little different, but... um. Yeah, I would never recommend living there. Visiting, yeah, no, totally fine. Living, not so much. Yeah, there are things about I miss about living in Vegas, but that it's cheap. That's it. It's cheap. Twenty four it? hour everything. Oh yeah, I had a I had a five bedroom house with a guest house in the back, like a full blown guest house that was like its own apartment in the back, and I was paying probably twenty four hundred a month. Jesus, I had a two bedroom, two bath. About 1,300 square feet apartment I paid 800 for. No. Yeah. You can get a really cheap one bedroom there. That's why I was like, I'm getting this house instead. That's awesome. And I guess like with the distance to LA, I, I know performers who um, live in Vegas because there's so much work there, but also they said it was, the housing was really cheap. But I honestly, like I grew up on the border of Utah and Nevada and I have no, and I love the desert. The mm-hmm. desert's like my home. My heart is there. But like I spend couple weeks there and I feel like I'm going to turn into a human raisin and I just can't yeah. like well that that's something that me. sucked about when I lived out there I spent most of my time indoors like in the summertime because mm-hmm. I mean the winters are cold but summertimes I'm like it's 110 degrees I'm gonna just hide in my my house and then it's <laughs> nighttime and you're freezing but yeah, it's like a fucking you stepped into an oven when you step outside during the summer yeah, Fuck yeah. That. like if I had to run to the grocery store I'm like why did I do this why did I leave my house <laughs> you know <laughs> Like a fold-down jacket. <laughs> Speaking of places to party that you really should check out, have you been to New Orleans? I have. I love New Orleans. I go usually once a year. Um, I used to volunteer at the, um, the, the Voodoo Priestess's temple and um, just go and help out and clean and, wow. and uh, donate to her and things like that, and I adore her. But I didn't really party there very often. I, I want to know more about this volunteering before... <laughs> Oh, it was it was beautiful. The the temple apparently burned down. I haven't been there in like a year and a half, but I guess the the Did temple it burn down burned down about a year and a half ago. 
I think so. Maybe. No, wait. <laughs> wait a second. I see what I just did to myself. <laughs> but uh, no, it was so, you know, there's just like a really deep, really rich um, pagan culture there and mm-hmm. voodoo and hoodoo. And, and um, these priestesses all worked out of this temple and it was just this incredible temple. And I'm pagan. And so I would go and um, just kind of, you know, stop in while I was there. And, and I like historic New Orleans so much. And I would... Um, do some like rituals there and I would help clean and um, I made myself pretty small because I didn't, I don't want to draw attention to myself. So they might even not, not even know that I was in there all the time, but you know, I'd like, I would leave the priestess like some, some like of my like rush, she liked rum and lipstick and shit and like, like at her throne thing. So nice. nice. Yeah, it was lovely. I went like help clean up. They always have tours going through there. So that's pretty fucking awesome. Like, it was yeah. really cool. Yeah. I'd stay at this like hostel called the India house and, and then just take a like a lift up there and work all day. And That's rad. Yeah, it was really rad. I love New Orleans. I'm... Oh, I love it there. <laughs> Me too. I was just there last summer. Last summer and last August. Last August. I was dancing out there. Oh, nice. That was a lot of fun. You like feature dance? What's that? You feature dance? Yeah, I feature dance. Cool. I only just started feature dancing last year. Um, it was like 13 years in the making because yeah. I've been, that's how long, uh, 14 years ago, if you think back to when I first started, a lot of people were like, you know, ever it was kind of normal for a lot of girls to be feature dancing and stuff, and like uh, everybody kept bugging me and bugging me, and I just kept saying no, and then finally I gave in last year and was like, yeah. like "Fuck it, I'll do it." I was roadieing for my best friend, and then so now I do it, and I danced in New Orleans, and that was a lot of fun. That's and, awesome. And you didn't come to me for advice before you started doing it. I'm so bummed about. I thought that. I did ask you for advice. Wait. Uh, about feature dancing? Yeah, I roadied for a bunch of people over the years. Oh, cool. Yeah. I was like, are you a feature dancer? Who did you roadie for? I've roadied for Tegan Presley, Joanna Angel. Um, oh, and, sweet. Andy okay. Sandimas. Mm-hmm. Mostly those three. Mm, this is those three. And random other people at conventions. That yeah. Don't need to be named. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've been to a bunch of the clubs and done a bunch of that stuff you know all about it you're, mm-hmm. you're pro dancing in new yeah. orleans was fun because it's like a lot of tourists and stuff so they all just yeah. kind of roll through all the strip clubs and don't even know what the fuck's going on i think some of them and they're just real- like here's some money and yeah and I, and I think some of them don't realize that there's like fucking porn performers that are like feature dancing and stuff like that because there's some you know people just kind of yeah when they're just there for vacation or whatever they don't realize and they just end up at the strip club that we're at they're like they wander in off of bourbon street and they're yeah, like exactly. what's going on i've been drinking exa- those blue alien and, drinks all day yep, and that's exactly <laughs> like, where i feature danced when i was out there we it was on bourbon street at three different clubs it was like the hustler club the little darlings and then um the other one that's a branch of hustler it's hustler little darlings and then what's the other one? Oh, um deja vu no deja vu's its own thing it's Hustler, Little Darlings, and another one. I can't remember what the third one was. I do know of Little Darlings, but I haven't been there, I don't think. In New Orleans or in general? In, in New Orleans. In New Orleans? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, They're all, like, very close to each other, too. <laughs> cool. like, yeah, because it's know, all like, in the same remember. area. Yeah, it's like, it's like oh, it's right Is there, it bourbon right or is it French, the um, French Quarter? It's, it's on Bourbon Street. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, I spend, like, all of my time on the French Quarter, and I, I've been... During the middle of the day, I went down Bourbon Street once, and I was like, I just feel like I'm contact wasted. Like, I, w- I don't really day drink very much because I'm a bad day drinker. I just get, like, tired and want to nap. 
So I would like That's walk totally down. Normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like, I don't know if I can like, but like whatever. They always walk around with those blue alien drinks that are like really it's big. Like such, it's like, such, you know what it is? It's all sugar. No, I know. And I'm like, that looks like the like chemical mixture for the worst fucking headache yeah. ever. Can I swear? Is that oh, on the show? Totally. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm like, oops. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to keep it totally fucking PG-13. No talk of double <laughs> penetration or fucking coming in people. No. Go, we, this is a family-friendly show, well, goddammit. I don't know what we're going to talk about then because that's all I have to talk about. <laughs> no, we just talk about making families. Well, not making families, but the act that could make families. <laughs> no, we're not. We're very Oh my God, I think I'm on the right show. <laughs> Welcome to the Planned Parenthood podcast. Oh my God. On this episode, we're going to talk about abortion. <laughs> or, um, we already did that. How abstinence. abstinence. We're going to talk about abstinence. <laughs> right? How you should wait till marriage, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Just masturbate to your favorite porn star in the meantime. Yeah, because that's not sinning. Ideally, that's me, but just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. I met you in real life. You're out on... No, I don't masturbate to anyone I know in real life. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I mean, you can masturbate whoever you want to. <laughs> I don't I don't know where I'm going with that <laughs> but um no I just made it weird it's cool no yeah it's good I weird is good weird is acceptable <laughs> I was introducing Olive to weird cartoons while we were waiting on cruise oh what were you guys watching Mike Tyson's mysteries yeah oh my good. god <laughs> it was really good watched a little Rick and Morty a little of Mike Tyson mysteries yeah the one where he finds out the supercomputer is that one dude's brain Bobby Fisher. Bobby Fisher's brain. From season one, yeah. Yeah. It was very good. I he liked made, the pigeon. He might have killed Gary Kasparov. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I liked the pigeon, I think. <laughs> Norm MacDonald. Yeah, Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald. I love Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald playing himself as a pigeon. Yeah, which sounding substantially more sober than normal. I wonder how they accomplished that. I wonder how they got him in, like, in a booth sober. They probably just locked him in the booth for like 24 hours and like fed him. Like, Wait, sober? Are you sure he was sober? No, not really, but he sounds like he is. Sober-ish. <laughs> Norm MacDonald, you're amazing. I love just Norm MacDonald. So you know. <laughs> when was the last time you saw Norm on stage? Or... Um, in last February. He was annihilated, right? Yes. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him on stage sober. Yeah, he was there with um, David Spade, Adam Sandler, a few others, and David was even make, like making jokes about it. He was just like, "All right, Norm Macdonald, everybody, like <laughs> he's drinking tonight." <laughs> like he got on and was just um, he wasn't actually making jokes. He was, I think, he was having a hard night, and he just went on and talked about how much he didn't like life. <laughs> Oh my god! Until so everybody was, at first people were like kind of laughing, like it was ironic, and then they realized that he was actually just like having a bad night, and we're all like, "Oh, Mark, should we be laughing at this? I don't know. I don't know. It was difficult. Yeah. I feel like that might just be his material. It might be. Like last time I saw him at the store, he was talking about suicide quite a bit, like on stage. Yeah, and but I, he probably gets such a kick out of it because at first everybody's like, "Ah ha ha," and they're like, "Ah." Ugh. Wait, is this supposed to be funny? Everybody's uh, like looking at each other. Like, is he being serious? Side glances. Yeah. <laughs> My mother was with me at the comedy store watching this, and she was really not happy about it. Oh, really? Yeah. She's like, I liked everyone except Norm Macdonald. <laughs> well, he probably thinks that's funny too. So probably, probably, <laughs> probably offending my elderly mother. Oh yeah. She liked Bert Kreischer quite a bit, though. Bert really? <laughs> I don't know if I know of him. 
Uh, he told you probably saw his viral video of him telling the story about robbing a train with the Russian mafia. Oh my God! Yes, I loved that so much. That was such a good one. Uh, the machine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen um, Ben Wilder? Mm, maybe I'm so bad at names. I probably have. He sounds familiar, but it's uh, the National Lampoon movie with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, what's that one called? Van Wilder. Van Wilder. No, I haven't. I haven't seen any of the National Lampoons. Ah, it's yet. <laughs> it's fifteen years old at this point. Yeah, it's really old. Yeah. And the story is based on Bert's life. Cool. Because he, oh, I'm sure for our podcast audience, want to hear something that's been rehashed on his podcast a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> but the quick and dirty of it is. Rolling Stone did an article about him about being a big party animal. The rights got sold and eventually it became that movie. Cool. That's good cliff notes, right? Yeah, that's good cliff notes. Yeah. I have a friend who directed one of them. It's like Oh really? Adam Rifkin. Yeah. Yeah, he directed one of them. But I haven't seen it yet and I've been like, Oh, like we're like out having fun talking and I'm like, fuck, like you made the national like one of the national lampoons and I have not even seen them and Do you know which one off the top of your head? Um it's like uh no, I've looked it up online but you should yeah you should work your magic and ask uncle google <laughs> i think it's like this summer one or i don't even know like i don't know anything about national lampoon <laughs> i did a national lampoon um uh, hidden camera tv show many moons ago cool that was pretty funny because watching was, people watch it or? um no just uh being part of like the the joke like for instance um we were on a golf course in palm springs and uh, it was me and this other girl, and we're literally in the middle of the golf course, sunbathing, topless, and these, you know, old men are trying to pl- fucking play some golf at like seven in the morning. You know, it was like really early in the morning. It was cold, um, and so as they're approaching, you know, closer to the hole, here we are just sunbathing, and then they've got the <laughs> hidden cameras, and they're just kind of like, "What the hell is going on here?" <laughs> Like, what are you doing? And we're like, well, we're getting some sun. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are there you a, doing? There was a couple of other jokes that we did, but that was, that was like the the most, uh, the, the funniest, I guess you could say, because mm-hmm. it's like, how, who the fuck runs into that when they're in the middle of the fucking night? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Everybody wants to run into it. <laughs> it's fucking random as hell. No, I can't find it. Hmm. Okay. Well, he did do one of them. I know this. I've, I've checked. <laughs> I could probably find it, actually. You it's guys. all good. Yeah, because I have his IMDb up and nothing says National Lampoons. National. I'm looking it up on my robot right now. The Stoned Age. Stoned Age? Oh, he directed The Stoned Age? Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. That's not not a National Lampoon movie, but I love that movie. National Lampoon Stoned Age? Oh, different movie. I'm Okay, <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure it's a National Lampoon. It says it across it. Oh, no, there's a movie it's... called The Stoned Age. Oh, there's about two metalheads gotcha. in the 70s cool. trying to get drunk and get laid. The Stoned, or Stoned Age. It's pre-hysterical. Yeah, I, I need to see it. But he, he directed that one. And check it out one of these days. Good times. Good times. Mm-hmm. It is not listed on his IMDb for some reason. That's odd. That is definitely odd. Anywho. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe he just like took it off for some reason. He's, he's like, I don't want to be connected to this. He's like, I'm embarrassed about this shit. Get rid of it. <laughs> for some reason. 
Where the hell were we before we got sidetracked on? I don't know. We were talking about New Orleans, and then I asked if I could swear, and I think that's where we diverged. I actually remember this. I was like, oh, taking us down a different train. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I was just like, we got to keep it clean for the the children. Yeah, I forget why I was saying something about New Orleans. Oh, well, you guys, you've been there dancing and stuff. The first time I went there, I was actually there because I was modeling, Mm -hmm. and I also act, and um, I was invited to do a stop action animated film like Mm -hmm. short film cool and so i was working there a week and a half with this like amazing music producer who also is a filmmaker and it was just like i was i was doing artwork for it so i was like a girl that finds these um like magical paper animals in this apartment in (laughs) new orleans that's like the basis of the show and then I made all of the animals and they like cut out and like stop animation were like fly across the oh, ceiling cute. out the window and stuff. Okay, it was cool. Okay. That's nice. cool. Yeah. I don't know whatever happened to the film, but <laughs> it was really fun. It was a magical way to experience New Orleans for the first time. Yeah, I love New Orleans. We got to go back this year. I want to go back. Uh, Let me know. Let's go. It's always a shit show when I go to New Orleans. Nola. Nolens. Nolens. I do have that Nolens. extra flight credit. What? I do have that extra flight credit that has to be used by November. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Let's go for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I remember. I forgot what cemetery down with I it. went to when I was over there. I went to a cemetery over there and then... To see Marie Laveau? Yes. Yeah, I yes. went and saw her grave as well. What was the cemetery called? Um, um, oh, my God. Did you see the Nicolas Cage's tombstone while you were there as well? No. So he bought a tombstone that's... What is that movie? National Treasure? That oh, he he based know. his tombstone in New Orleans off, to, off of National Treasure. It's a huge <laughs> glowing white pyramid with like some sort of weird hieroglyphics across the front of it. Mm-hmm. And he, um, he actually... The Pope kicked him out of all of the graveyards in New Orleans because he used to get drunk and get in there and like ruin them. Like he would just like destroy these places while he was wasted. And so the Pope was like, he's no longer allowed in these. But then he bought a tomb that was so expensive. They were like, okay, he can come back in. Oh my God. (laughs) Like this little fact about, and it's right near Marie Louveau's tomb. That's so fucked up. It's so funny. (laughs) And you wonder why Nicolas Cage filed for bankruptcy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because he bought the most oh, expensive wait, I tomb. Thought, didn't Nicolas Cage also buy um, Madame LaLaurie's fucking mansion? I could have sworn I read somewhere. Did he really? I went there as I well. I could have sworn I, I, so did I. I could have sworn um, I read somewhere that he had done that. Like he, Jesus. it was like, and now I have to look this what up. What a guy. There was one actor and I'm pretty sure it was Nicolas Cage, which, which make, would make sense. Because considering he's so fucking I'm weird. It. I'm on it. Yeah, yeah, he's such a strange man. Like when yeah. I first saw his movies, I'm I was like, this guy sure looks Nicolas like Cage. such a square. And then yeah. I find out things about him, and I'm like, you're really, really weird. Yeah. Remember when he almost played Superman? Oh, my God. No way. No. Yeah, dude. He almost played Superman, like, many, many moons ago, and they, they did, like, a fucking uh, uh, test with the outfit and everything, and I'm like, he's not Superman. He's, I can't even handle how Kent. funny that would have Does been. Does it say Nicolas Cage used to own or did own or owns fucking Marie, Madame LaLaurie's fucking mansion? Working on it. There's a lot of information here about yeah. Why isn't your brain in a computer? Just like in Mike Tyson's mystery. Come on now. Get with it. Put your brain in the computer. I don't want to die when Mike Tyson thinks that you know I, my, my brain is Hitler's brain t- trapped in, in a fucking time machine. machine. Don't want All to right. die that way. All right. Well, that's fair enough. Though that might be my way to immortality if mm-hmm. that no one ever figured. Ooh. No, no, no. Yeah. Mike Tyson it's a bad plan. You? Computers can't drink alcohol. 
Well, they can, but just once <laughs> before they break. Yeah. Um, so he did own it. Wow. Uh, Chris's Google food. Does he still own it? Yeah. New Orleans, the Lori house um, used to be owned. So I, go see, I guess he doesn't own it anymore. So I, I remember. So I was right. Because I, rem- I had remembered an actor and I was like, wait a minute. As soon as you mentioned his name and the cemetery, I'm like, wait a second. Pretty sure I remembered reading somewhere that he did in fact used to own that house, but he was trying to be very, very like hush hush about it. Mm -hmm. So it says here, um, the history is troubling even to Nicolas Cage talking about the house. Yeah. I'd say so. (laughs) The actor owned the home before losing it to foreclosure in 2009. I was about to make that joke. (laughs) <laughs> yes. But didn't it get taken up by like the historical society or something? Well, it says here he told the New York Daily News that in addition to the Loreem house being a fine architectural specimen, he was enamored with its ghostly past. You know, other people have beachfront property. I have ghostfront property. That's what I always say. I've not experienced anything, but I like a bit of mystery. And the house has such a mystery to it. Some of the stories about it are pretty horrific, Cage said. As to why he wanted no. to own a home with such a gruesome past... He says, I'm a child of California and I would go to Disneyland quite a bit. I consider myself something of a son of Walt and those memories had an impact on me. One of the greatest memories would be the Haunted Mansion in Anaheim in New Orleans Square, no less. So for me to have the actual thing was a childhood fantasy come true. Wait, it's based off of... No, that mansion? No, it's not. Okay. It's not. It, in Disneyland, have you ever been like to Disneyland? Up. I've been to Disneyland once. Okay, so Disneyland, there's different... There's Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, there's yes. fucking... Um, uh, I've been to the Haunted Land. Mansion too. So when you go into, um, there's an uh, area called New Orleans Square. And in New Orleans Square, they have the Haunted Mansion ride because it just kind of goes with the Yeah, theme. I love that area. New Orleans is like the most haunted fucking city in the country, blah, blah, blah. So what Nicolas Cage was saying, because people were asking him why, why do you own fucking this fucking grisly, you know. Like really terrifying Historic history. fucking house. And he's like, well, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I'm from California or I'm a kid And I liked the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> that was his reasoning. And he this said, is the man who named his child Kel-El. Kel-El. Yeah, Superman. real name. Oh, Superman's right. real name is oh, Kel-El. Oh, wow. Because he wanted to, he was going to be Superman too. Yeah, so. Huh. Good choices in Nicolas Cage don't necessarily go hand in hand. He makes amazing memes though, I must say. Have Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Have you seen those videos on YouTube of him just like, um, like freaking out? Like it's just like these cuts of uh, him in every movie beginning to cry, and it's like really, really funny. You just Google Nicolas Cage crying reel, <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, God. and it's like it's it's magic. It's gold. You just I gotta love do Nicolas it. Cage. I will happily do it once we're off air. Yeah, I, I have to see this. I'm I'm kind of curious mm-hmm. yeah. to think he's a Coppola. That's right. He is. Yeah, his real name is Nicholas Coppola. Is like Sofia Coppola his mother? Um, Francis Ford is his uncle. Okay. God, I want to see this guy's family tree. <laughs> well, I can pull that up. <laughs> All right, pull it up. We're doing this. <laughs> yeah, he chose the last name Cage after Luke Cage, the comic book character. He's oh. a nerd. And that's why I like Nicholas Cage. He's such a fucking nerd. I like him because he's so weird. And I just want to, like, the more I know about him, the weirder he is. And I'm just like, hmm. I could mm. I could get to know this guy better, like from afar, <laughs> because I mean the Pope banned him from graveyards. Like, like who gets banned from a graveyard by a Pope? By the Pope, I guess, because there's only one at a time. Because he, yeah, he sounds like he really fucking did a number on. Yeah, while well, they were filming National I mean, Treasure, he would get so fucked up, and then he'd go and like literally smash tombstones. So Nicholas Cage's. Is Francis Ford Coppola's brother, August Ford, Floyd Coppola's son. Hmm. 
And then Jason Schwartzman from Phantom Planet is also Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. No way. So wait, what does that make him and Cousins. Cage? Cousins, okay. Because Talia Rose Coppola married Jack Schwartzman, and Jason <laughs> Schwartzman was born in 1980. Whoa. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So intertwined. Hollywood. I had no idea. Hollywood is just all, they're all cousins. <laughs> well, how do you think they just fell into fucking being famous? Yeah, exactly. It's not about what you know, it's who you know. Yep, who you're related to. Mmm, nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll have some famous offspring. And he, and he is from California. He is a Cali kid, like he was saying. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he's a Coppola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was born in Long Beach. Interesting. What, were they slumming it? What? Long Beach in 1964. Was his family slumming it down there? 1964, you said? Uh-huh. Oh, wait, that's right. He that's was when he was born? That's right, he was born in Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. He's just two years older than my mom. I guess or I never really think about his age. I'm just like, he's just kind of Nicolas Cage. He doesn't have an age. Yeah, he had roles in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Hmm. He was a fry chef. as like a background actor. Fascinating. I don't know why I know that off the top of my head. I know, yeah, that's, that's fascinating in itself. information <laughs> right there. I love how everybody's going to be learning so much about Nicolas Cage in the like, show. <laughs> Nicolas Cage episode. We're just like, what else do we know about Nicolas Cage? <laughs> Give us a shout out, Nicolas. We have the June pet House Pet of the Month on, and we're talking about Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Nicolas Cage. Our priorities are so fucked up. <laughs> it's great. I'm drinking wine and talking about Nicolas Cage in New Orleans. Like, I'm great. I have to catch a flight in a few hours. Like, I'm going to be feeling great. I'm going to have learned all this new information I otherwise would not have known. And as the old saying goes, you don't have to fly the plane. So, you don't have to be sober. Oh, I'm flying the plane. No, it's my plane. No, just kidding. It's not my oh, plane. shit. Wouldn't well, that be cool, though, if I was like, oh, no, this is my private airport. I'm going to fly my plane to Oregon and then Utah and then Colorado. Well, can I hitch a ride? I don't got shit going on. Yeah, you can hold on to the back end of the plane while I fly around. You know what? Okay, Ouch. so you know what else I found, uh, found out about Cage welcome. here? So not only... Okay, so you said that he got in trouble for like, you know, I guess defecating. Well, not really defecating, but... Desecrating. Desecrating. I like defecating, though. Yeah, no, funny. desecrating. Sorry, that's the word I was looking for. Desecrating um, the cemetery. He said that he was arrested in New Orleans and charged with alleged domestic violence against his wife and Ooh. disturbing Ooh. the peace. Was that Miss Presley? Bad boy. But there, this is the funniest part of this whole fucking point. Um, the $11,000 needed to bail him out was posted by Dwayne Dog Chapman, better known as Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. He is a bail bondsman. That makes sense. Yeah. Huh. It's just funny that they got fucking Dog it's the Bounty Hunter. To such fucking... a small world. It's what the dude does. You know how much <laughs> he, he bought that fucking mansion for? Hmm. 3450000 in 2007. <sighs> And how much did he sell it for at foreclosure? Yeah. 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 Yikes. Well, according to the foreclosure, <laughs> it said it was listed for sale in 09, two years after he bought it for three, $3 million five fifty. Yeah, that huh. doesn't mean it closed for that much. No. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nick Cage. <laughs> Oh, lovely. Well, cheers to Nicolas Cage. Cheers to Nicolas Cage. Whiskey and wine. Cheers. And everything fine. Oh, reach, reach. There we go. Oh, there we go. Long arms. 
Yep. Just all over the equipment. It's cool. Yeah, just pour it all over the electronics. That's where the whiskey goes. <laughs> or all over me, apparently. Yeah. For fuck's sake, I'm sorry. I'd much rather have it all over you than all over this <laughs> laptop. So you said you feature dance. Um, yeah. I just went to Jumbo's Clown Room last night for the first time oh, ever. Oh, shit. And I loved it. I thought it was such a fun place. Oh, I love Jumbo's. Jum- love Jumbo's. Yeah, I was actually very surprised at how tiny it is. I thought that it was uh, yeah, a really small. large space. And it had like multiple stages and there's just that one stage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was like very tight knit. Like everybody mm-hmm. in there was like so cool and like, like bad. And I was like in, I was like with my friend Ina and Ina is from Finland and she dresses up like Marie Antoinette with like roses in her hair and big poofy dresses. And I'm like in my little dress with my little bobcat and we're just like, oh, let's go, let's go to the strip club. You know? <laughs> we get in there and everybody's in like fucking leather jackets and like tattoos on their faces. And they're like, what do you want to drink? <laughs> like, wow. I would like a vodka soda, please. And it was just, yeah, it was, it was, a. Uh, there were some characters in there and we were both one, like we were also characters. <laughs> That's fucking great. amazing. Yeah, it was, it was a fun night. We, um. We went out with uh, Christiana Sin, the yeah. penthouse pet runner up mm-hmm. of the year, and um, to a to a bondage ball on the third, and that she was hosting, and it was insane. And we stayed up until sunrise, and <laughs> I was like strapped to this thing, getting like electric shocked, and it was really fun. Um, I was dressed up as a latex kitty cat, cute. Uh, but on the fourth, I was so hungover that I couldn't move from my couch all day long. And Ina as well. She's staying with me right now. And um, we were supposed to go to this like, like porn star Fourth of July pool party. And I was like, I literally can't move. I can't even like walk down the stairs right now. Yeah. I'll funny. tell you how I spent my fourth. I literally played video games all fucking day, and it was glorious. Yeah. You and me both actually, and we didn't play together. Yeah, how the fu- I thought you were out drinking, so I was like, ah, I'm just gonna. Play I was supposed drink. to be out drinking, and people didn't get back to me, so I went. Oh hey, video yeah. games. Well, see, yeah. here's my here's my thing. I like I could have easily fucking gone out and and got wasted and called some runs up, but I just got a new roommate, mm-hmm. and so um and I'm swapping rooms with him. So I was like, oh fuck, I should probably stay home and like be responsible, you know. <coughs> but then the responsibility turned into I'm gonna play fucking Call of Duty Zombies now, and then we'll deal with it later. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. um. So yeah, I just fucking uh, I just stayed home and fucking played video games all day. That was awesome. how I spent my fourth. It was, it was glorious. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I did too. Yeah, yeah. There's hey, something hey, like sometimes it's that's good. That's fucking enough. Yeah, <laughs> like sometimes when there's a really big party that I've been really pumped up about. The day of, I'll be like, fuck, I actually don't want to go to this. Like, I don't know if it's my social anxiety or like just me liking to like I really like to um feel like I've gotten away from this thing that like this this thing I had to do and I get to stay home you know or like like whatever I'm not supposed to be doing uh, like what I feel like I'm not supposed to be doing I'm like mm-hmm. ah that's what I'm doing so on the fourth when I didn't go to the party like I wanted to go to the party and I never stay out as late as I did on the third and so I was like oh fuck like I'm so hungover I can't go but at the same time, there was this like weirdly deep sense of satisfaction of being like, no, I'm going to order in and like sit on my couch and watch movies. And yeah. Yeah. So that was, it wasn't a bad way to spend the fourth. No, so, not at all. Something very satisfying about that when you're like, uh, I actually yeah, I'm just going to be lazy to. and call for food to be delivered because I have that luxury. And then, you know, yeah. like, 
do whatever the fuck I want. See, the problem is I do that shit and then I feel guilty about it later because I always have this fear of missing out. Oh, you have FOMO like me. Yeah. It's like, I get FOMO sometimes. Although strangely, for 4th of July, I did not suffer from FOMO. I was like, eh, I'm actually kind of happy right now, yeah. so I don't care. But sometimes it'll hit me where I'm like, mm, you know what FOMO is, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't get it. But fear I know of missing like out. <laughs> fear of missing out. Yeah. Yeah. Fear I um, out. used to live in Portland and I was working as like a wardrobe stylist and kind of just like all around like useful person for the Wanderlust Circus. Mm hmm. So I made a lot of the costumes for like the acrobats and stuff. And they were always going out like it. Obviously, they're always performing at night and then they go to like the after party. We were touring a lot and I would go and um, I partied so much for like a year straight that I was like after that, I was like, I'm never going to get FOMO again. Like I like I'll go to a party if it's a great party, but I'm not like oh, I want to get to this party anymore. Like I think I cured myself of needing to like go out and party like that. I still like going out now and then, but I was out so much with the circus and they are so crazy when they get drunk, <laughs> like doing three highs on each other and shit. Like. Nice. I feel like I'm always going to suffer that. It's just who I am. Yeah. But for our audience who doesn't know, can you tell us about the circus? Like oh, yeah, for sure. I guess that's really vague just saying that. So the Wanderlust <laughs> Circus is like this amazing, um, just like, human freak show kind of circus in um in portland oregon mm -hmm. they're really talented they do everything they're like aerialists unicyclists fire breathers fire eaters sword swallowers acrobats um there's some comedians there's uh one girl who um can like put a nail all the way up into her sinuses just like all sorts of you know human stuff no i know what like animals involved is why i say human and um and I was um, dating the leader of the acrobat portion of it for a while. <clears throat> and I started, I, I also, I've worked as a wardrobe designer and a wardrobe stylist a lot in my previous life. And so they needed one and I just became their like wardrobe stylist. And then it was just really convenient. So I started touring with them because we were dating and I was making their clothes. And, um, and so <clears throat> they toured the West Coast um, from like Vancouver to California doing like festivals and performances and and it was yeah it was really cool I mean I basically ran away from New York as like life as a full-time like mainstream model and joined the circus for a year that's right and it was a circus that's fucking for sure that's awesome not yeah. many people can say they ran away from life and joined the circus yeah did you hook up with them because you were dating dude or did you start dating him once you hooked up with the circus um it I started dating him first, I believe. And then very quickly it became, I was also making clothing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and because they, they needed somebody and I was there. And yeah, it was just really convenient. And it was so exciting up until I would say the last couple of months. And I was like, I am so tired. And my nose is starting to burn off of my face from the amount of cooking I've done. Um, <laughs> so, so I had to cut that out. And, uh, <laughs> That's not very family friendly. It's <laughs> mm. so far from PG-13. <laughs> Gonna get us kicked off air. Yeah, just don't put any vodka tampons up your butt, please. <laughs> right, do all the cocaine you'd like. Well, do it through your butthole. I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, so, wait, no, we never said that. <laughs> never said, I've never done that before. Yeah. Carl, <laughs> Carl, please put a disclaimer together for us, please. Yes, please. But yeah, he was, um, I mean, the circus was amazing. And like, I appreciate my life with them quite a bit. Um, 
And yeah, so I'm just happy I was able to run away to the circus once in my life. <laughs> yeah, you can, how not many people can say that or say it and mean it. Yeah. You know, because it's such an expression for a lot of people. And then I ran away from the circus. Not many people can say that either. <laughs> You're like, I did it. And then, yeah, yeah. I, I still keep in touch with a lot of them, though. They're really talented and strange. And Portland is just such an interesting community of artists. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 totally. I'm bummed I've only spent like a week and a half in Portland. I had, I had a blast up there. But. Yeah. Well, if you go back, uh, have you been to the Kit Kat Club? I have not. It's um, like a strip club. Amazing. A lot of the circus girls work at this, this strip club because they have like an act, you know, and they put on this performance and they're the most talented dancers, pole dancers I've ever seen. So shout out to Kit Kat Club. I will have to check that out. Except for my ex. I don't like him. <laughs> there, there Except for him. him. Yeah. Ex for a reason. Is he going to be on the pole too? No, he's the MC. Ah. Uh, I'm not going to call him out or anything. That was, that was mean of me. But throw a drink on him for me. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go up to Portland. To I'm going to go up to Portland and start some shit. Can you, <laughs> yeah, can you go to Portland and start some fights for me, please? That's what I'm getting at. That's why I came here today, was to convince you to go to Portland and start fights with my exes. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first guest to do that. Oh, no. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no. There's, a, there's been other people that have done that to me. No way, really? More? Yeah, th- th- yeah, some more. Drink it, no, drink no. it, drink it. The girls I've worked with have definitely tried to get me to fight people. Yeah, I'm not actually legitimately going to get anybody to fight anybody. See, That's just me, not my, me, my style. I don't get people to fight for me. I do all the fighting. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the same way. <laughs> no, I'm actually utterly amazed I haven't had to throw you over my shoulder and drag you away from a fight. Okay, it's going to... Okay, Really? I don't want to like jinx it, Matt, but... It's going to happen, my best My best friend, Shane, who I think you would totally get along with, by the way, um, he's Irish, he fucking... We'd, when we party together, Jesus Christ. Those Anyways, Irish. um... There have been one too many fucking times where my best friend would, like, there would be a situation, and I don't start fights for the record, I only finish them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So every time I would, I would, like, something would go down, my best friend would, like, be, he's like 6'2", he'd, like, pull me by my fucking shirt and be like, cruise, we're leaving, or he would actually pick me up and be like, no, we're not Pick doing this up. right now. Yeah, that's really so that's cute. what reminded me of it when, when fucking Matt here said that, because I could totally see you doing that if that ever were to happen. Let's just hope that doesn't get to that but you know yeah if it does happen preferably porn convention over podcast convention oh yeah no yeah. i would never get into a fight porn convention highly likelier to fucking happen there <laughs> i feel like from what i've heard it's a lot more likely like so i was asking somebody long before i even was thinking i was ever going to go to avn uh when i wasn't like pursuing porn as a career i was like so what is it like going to avn like like, is it really, like, like, tell me about it. And they're like, well, it's really fun. It's really amazing. And then by the end of the night, you're in a room with a bunch of super drunk porn stars. <laughs> That's fairly accurate. Yeah. yeah There's some fighting going on. Um, but I haven't been, and I'm super excited to go. Um, I just really am excited to buy dresses to wear. I know that's so silly, but I'm like, I've already like gone shopping for my red carpet dresses. I'm like, AVN, porn is like high school and AVN is like the prom. Yeah. You know, like, who am I going to I didn't ever go to prom. There was no prom when I was in school because Uh, I didn't go to a normal school. Oh, shit. And so I like, I'm just, I just really like dressing up. I also, as a wardrobe stylist, I collect and alter uh, a lot of vintage clothing. And so I have literally a closet full of vintage ball gowns. Not kidding you. And I just want to wear some of them. Well, AVN red carpet would definitely be your opportunity. Yeah. But before we get too much further, 
I don't want to leave it on the table about your high school experience. I'm kind of curious. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I did go to um, two normal high schools, one abnormal high school. Um, my first high school was in Lexington, Illinois. It was an amazing high school. Where the hell is Lexington? It's near Bloomington Normal. Okay. And then I was in a high school in um, Grassville, Utah. Also a really tiny, weird town. But then I, uh, my family is part of... Uh, um, the, uh, the easiest way to put it is uh, very close to an FLDS community. It's um, back in the 40s, the, um, the Mormons, the like traditional Mormons split off into the FLDS and then what my family is. And it's so specific. I don't want to like, give away names or anything. But so I grew up in kind of like a commune on the border of Nevada and Utah. Like, do you know Tom Green, the polygamist? I know Tom Green, the comedian. That's yeah, it. not two different dudes. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Tom Green, the comedian, is you know carrying on multiple wives. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, but uh, like that community. Um, so my family is like had started this branch of that, uh, like an FLDS prototype, if you will. Um, is prototype the right word? I don't think it is. Whatever, <laughs> a version of FLDS on the Nevada border, um, and. So I grew up, I went to high school for a little bit in one of these places, and I really didn't fit in, like, at all. <laughs> um, and so I got excommunicated, and I didn't have a prom there. So you got excommunicated and then ran away to New York? Uh, no, I, so when I was 16, I left home. It wasn't really that I ran away so much as I was like, I'm out of here, and they're like, chill. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> so it wasn't like I ran away. Um, and, um, then I joined like a really shitty metal band. Like I, I don't know. You'd never have heard of it. It's, Tell me, I love shitty metal bands. It, uh, I think it was like, we called it, we went between a bunch of different names. It was like fire at night or like shotguns in the morning or like something like that, like that. It was like really <laughs> like, and I was the manager and the drummer. What was the sound like? Tell what would you compare it bad. to? Bad. It was just bad. It was well, I mean, but like, was it death metal? Was it thrash? Was it, it progressive? It was more death metal-y. Like, um, like Metalocalypse was our, like, inspiration. Like, fucking <laughs> amazing. So it was kind of like, we were going for that, but we were also going for sort of like a Western edge. Like, um, like, cow- like old cowboy music, but combined with death metal. Wow. That's an interesting mix. Yeah, yeah. It was... Uh, and we ended up, like, I was the manager. I tried to get us both places. I was 16. They weren't going to let us into a bar. Like, we were all yeah. under 21. And no cafes really wanted death metal playing in their cafe in the middle of the day, scaring away everybody. So <laughs> uh, we ended up, like, playing at, like, rest stops and, like, in front of, I remember one specific place. Like, we, I think in, like, Ohio, we played in front of a Walmart. <laughs> And this one drunk dude came up and was just like, you guys are the best band ever. <laughs> like, like, shout out to the people who aren't sheeple, man. <laughs> and like gave us like 50 cents. And that was like the most money we made from our band ever. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So how many years were you on the road with them? Um, we were on the road with them for me and my, my boyfriend at the time for probably a year year and a half, year. And then we found out that everybody except for me and my boyfriend, this story just gets so insane. I'm just going to sound like I'm lying. So we had this big tour bus. Well, not a big tour bus, but like a, like a van, right? Right, right. And uh, we were touring through Idaho, West Yellowstone with this crew. 
uh, these people that were on the band as well. And they were like, by the way, we're neo-Nazis and we have guns in the back underneath the seats. And we're like, making me think of green room now all of a sudden right (laughs) and then we ran out of gas in west yellowstone and we were just stuck there and this is when we found out they were like nazis basically they were like so you were living with nazis for a year and didn't know it well i was six i didn't know anything like i didn't know this like i would not have they didn't i don't remember them being like fuck everybody but white people like i don't remember that happening and i think i was just so naive that like any reference towards it just went right over my head i grew up in uh like a commune like i don't know (laughs) was your boyfriend a nazi no no he was like this beautiful transgender person that like like that's really weird that the nazis would take him on the road well they didn't know like it was it, like I told you it's it's like so weird and my, I think my memory of it is also like really weird this because I mean, it you was were such 16. a strange right. time how, I was 16 how old are you now 27 are you trying, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so like, oh, we're like talking a decade yeah 11 yeah. years ago yeah 11 years ago everyone was stuck in a van no one really, it sounds like a crazy reality show we're going to yeah. a transgender person <laughs> yeah. a future porn star and, and a bunch of neo-nazis in a van it was yeah. insane so we toured around we toured around with them until we found out this and then um, we literally like they were sleeping in a tent outside of the van and we went to this gas station and we're like can we please have some gas like we're afraid we're gonna like get shot by these people gave us some gas we left in the middle of the night just left them oh, so I, have, just, I was gonna ask you how did it all end so I have no left. idea what happened to these people we literally just drove away in the middle of the night but they were close enough to civilization it's fine like they, they could have like, just die. yeah but we Damn. also like don't I don't care about what happens to Nazis quite honestly right so. no did you ever see the movie <laughs> The Green Room no oh you totally should you need to watch it it's a after horror tell, movie after telling this story it just completely made me think about Green Room <laughs> it's an amazing fucking movie um, it's got fucking what's that actor's name? Patrick Stewart. No, Patrick Stewart. Patrick in it. Stewart. Cool. And the guy who died. What's his name? Anton. Um, Anton. Um, uh, he has like a fucking. He played Scotty in the new. No, or, not no, Scotty. No, not no, Scotty. No, no, fucking not Scotty. He uh, played the Russian in um, Star Trek. Check off. in the new. Oh, Star Trek. yeah. Didn't he also play um, the Grinch? No. 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 Okay. That was <laughs> Jim Carrey. Oh no, Carl. Uh, the not Jim Carrey. The the. Um, the cartoon version. I don't think so. This kid's young. He okay, died. Never mind. He died. Oh, no, you're probably thinking of the original Chekhov, which is Walter what's his fault? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. We're talking yeah, about the, the remake, the reboot. But anyways, um, you have to check out Green Room if you haven't. Okay, and yeah. And you'll, you'll see why. When okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's a horror movie with neo-Nazis. And, okay, And like yeah. punk, punk rock. Cool. I mean, not, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's so funny. I like never talk about this because it's so like, it sounds so far-fetched, but I think it's the wine guys you're going to mean. No, it's okay. <laughs> I funny. share a lot of stories on this podcast that people might think are far-fetched and I'm like, no, can't make this yeah, up. Yeah, so. but life is far-fetched if you think about yeah. it. Like, you know. As long as you're not, you know, clocking a nine to five and trying to pump out 2.5 children behind your white I don't know. Fence. Have you ever seen The Office? <laughs> That's it's a scripted. pretty exciting movie <laughs> or television show. <laughs> but that's all scripted. That's some creative. Hey, I have an office man. job. However, it's not. I wouldn't consider it a nine to five. Yeah, no, it's definitely not since you got here late, well past five. Oh yeah, I was in the office from noon to six thirty or six. Excuse me, noon to five thirty. Noon is a nice time to get into work. I feel like yeah, yeah. And I live like right across the street, so it's amazing. Oh, that's so easy. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have said that just now because everybody knows where I work. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, but there's a radius. She was lying. True. That's, That's right. Cruz lives in the Lowe's Hotel. <laughs> in the penthouse. Go visit her. Yeah, come see me at the Lowe's Hotel. <laughs> you know someone's going to believe that, right? <laughs> That's my hope. That yeah. is totally my hope. I'm hoping some dude 
Bomb rushes the lows with like a bouquet of flowers and some chocolates for you. Oh, that doesn't or sound bomb. half bad. Because they hate me so much. Yeah. Well, the bomb's in the chocolates. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. They're like, I love her so, and then kaboom. Oh yeah. my God, why am I making jokes about this? Anyways. <laughs> I really liked it when it ended with the chocolate and, and flowers. That just sounded really nice. I'm like, anybody can like rush at me with chocolate and flowers. I mean, well, maybe not actually, but like in theory, <laughs> in theory, I'm okay with that. <laughs> So when you see Olive at AVN this year, bring <laughs> chocolate and flowers to the circle bar. If bum you rush see me, me with I would rather and get thorns. Thank you. What is bum rushing really, though? What does that even mean? Like you rush somebody with your butt? I got bum rushed once by a bum. Oh, is it like he a bum literally rushing you? came behind me and punched me in the back of the head. Ooh, was, not flowers or chocolates. Nope. And I called that bum rushing because the bum rushed me and okay. pow. I always imagine somebody like running at you backwards with their bum. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think we're going to find out the true definition of why it's called bum rushing. You're asking. I'm getting the history right now. Cool. <laughs> I'm very interested in this. Very, very interesting. But yeah, so I toured, I toured around the U.S. and then I, um, yeah, moved to Salt Lake City. You ran again. away from the Nazis. Ran away from the Nazis. So, it appears to derive from two words. The German bummer, a high-spirited, irresponsible person. I didn't know bummer meant that. A bummer? Interesting. Bummer, you don't think high-spirited. Like, a no. bummer, you think like a party pooper. Well, yeah, right. like, oh, that's Def- such a bummer. Yeah, definitely not high-spirited. That's no. so high-spirited. <laughs> and the old English word, bum, which for four centuries has been slang for both a drunk and buttocks. <laughs> right. And as for hobo, the word hobo has uncertain origin. So that's where all the meanings of bums come from. Hobo has an uncertain origin. Where could that have possibly come from then? I'm fascinated by this. Uh, I'm going to Google more. Okay. This is what we do when we get drunk. We look up the, like, the meaning, the original meaning of words. What is it? Etymology? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Etymology. The etymology of words. We're a smart show. Yes. We like to talk about smart things. I don't know why I said that in a, a hobo accent. is a migrant worker or a homeless vagabond, especially one who is impoverished. Homeless vagabond. Homeless. Hobo. Right? Vagabond. Wait. No. Yeah. Ba- ho- yeah. Homeless vagabond hobo. Am the I wor- reaching here? <laughs> the term originated in the West in the Western, probably northwestern United States around 1890. Unlike a tramp who works when forced and a when bum- forced. <laughs> and a bum who does not work at all. A hobo is a traveling worker. Okay. So a hobo and a bum is not... Homeless bohemian? I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Well, I just just looked up bum rush, and I mean, obviously the definition just says suddenly, sudden force or barge one's way into... But then there's an urban dictionary definition of bum rush, which is to run full speed into somebody and body slam them into a brick wall, (laughs) chain link fence, or similar immovable object. Okay. Here's an example. Dude, I just got bum rushed in the corner of East 9th and Euclid Avenue. Well, Who does that? May- I- maybe bum rush comes from if they're traveling workers, that they rush to the front of the line for the job. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I take back my statement about wanting to be bum rushed with flowers and chocolates. That just seems like they could just give them to me. That would be nice, too. Yeah, just <laughs> politely, 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 calmly. Get on one knee. <laughs> Not going to lie, and I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but sometimes when people, when like fans give me like anything that's edible. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Sealed. So, sealed chocolates. So Not even to then. Eat it. You can use syringes. I'm sorry. I'm like so like suspicious. No, <laughs> I, someone sent me. Okay, the most random gift I've ever received in the mail was a like a six pack of like sparkling water you know like huh. san pellegrino or um what's the other one Anyways, that's so random sparkling water 
And I remembered receiving it, and I was like, why do I have... Sp-? I mean, I like sparkling water, but I was like, why yeah. did he send me a fucking six-pack of... Spark-? And then, like, I was like, I'm not going to drink it, because, like you said, you can fucking... Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, with sparkling water, if it was flat, that means they syringed it. True. But, like, like people can be chill as fuck, and they just want to send you some sparkling water. That's a thing. But at the same time, there is that, like... 1% chance or however many percent chance that like I watch too many forensic files you. man I watch too many forensic files well, we're both girls who have to deal with people harassing us probably on a regular basis you know so. speaking, <laughs> speaking of syringing stuff right I, I saw an interesting episode of forensic files once where I don't know what makes people think this is a smart idea but um, what they ended up doing was they syringed something in the the um, the, uh, the drugstore yeah, like there's like a one in what one thousand chance that the person that you think is gonna go to the store and need this particular fucking thing, like let's say aspirin for the sake of the argument, right, or for the store, sake of the story, excuse me, um, um, or whatever it was that they did. I'm gonna have to look this story up exactly, but like, what makes you think that it's like it's like thinking, oh, I'm gonna like uh, make my husband really sick that he's gonna want aspirin, just for example, right? Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go to our local CVS and grab the fucking one of the aspirins from off the the thing and like taint it and then put it back on the shelf because and then he's gonna go get that he's next gonna one. go get that exact one. <laughs> like this was what was the craziest part of this whole fucking story. So this person thought that that was like gonna work, and then somebody else ended up taking it, and then they got to, and then it just trailed back to that person. So generally, how those murders go is they taint multiple ones at the store and then poison a supply at home, therefore trying not to make it look like it was a direct murder that it was just faulty packaging or... Except in this episode, that's not what they did because they were stupid. The person that did it right. was stupid. That was my point. They're a fucking yeah. idiot. Right. A smart person... Well, syringing people's medicine is stupid regardless. So. Yes. True. Yeah. True. Yes. Don't try also, this at home, Also, kids. yes. Also, yes. <laughs> we're just full of good ideas today. But, I mean... But, on, what, but what Matt said, that if you mm-hmm. if they wanted to get away with it, that's what they should have done. Sorry, yeah, make it look They like still this. didn't get away with it. That happened No, they didn't get life. away with it. But I'm saying, yeah, they're fucking stupid. Like, what makes you think you're... The wife or husband is going to grab that one. You have to be retarded. Like, anyways. <laughs> I remember. Oh, go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. so do you, do you know Coheed and Cambria? Yes. Okay, so I'm like a super big fan of Coheed. Especially when I was younger, I was like super big fan of Coheed and Cambria. I really like these guys. And I went to a few of their shows and I went to like a meet and greet. And at the meet and greet, we were like standing in line. I think I was like 17, 18 at this point. And some dude in front of me had like a cake that was like made up with, you know, the, the guillotine from the first, first album. I never know the album covers. I know of them. I'm not a big fan. Yeah. So, so it's like one of the album covers has a guillotine on it and he like replicated it and it was beautiful and it was so sweet. And he's standing in line. He's like, I can't wait to give this to them. And I didn't mean to be an asshole, but I was like, oh yeah, it's super chill. I mean, they can't eat it, but like, it's super chill that you made it for him. And I thought he knew this, but he looked at me with like the most heartbroken expression. And he's like, what do you mean they can't eat it? I was like, oh, honey, I'm sorry. I guess I mean, like, if they ate food everybody gave them, they probably wouldn't still be here. <laughs> like, like, but I felt bad I ruined that kid's day. <laughs> he had spent all this time making a cake. And I was like, oh, but they don't know if it's poisoned or not. <laughs> nope, they sure don't. Yeah. Just please don't poison people. Just yeah, don't poison people. Don't put alcohol Just don't butt. poison people. Don't. How about that? <laughs> If you have to choose between poisoning people and putting alcohol up your butt, put alcohol up your butt. Yeah, true. If you have to choose between the two, don't do either one. But really, you should never be in a situation where you have to choose between the two, so just don't do either of them. 
Go pet a dog instead. You don't know my life. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's in your apartment, like, like, like holding you at gunpoint. Like, you're gonna either put this tampon up your butt filled with vodka, or you're going to poison this cake. <laughs> this is your normal life. It is. You actually <laughs> just missed that guy when you showed up. Oh god, he had just left. <laughs> just barely scooted past that one. Thank God. Yeah. Did you see like a tall man in the hallway when you walked by? No, but. I'm sure he might have just slipped by. If he's very tall and thin, he could have just slipped right up by without the me noticing. The thin man? Sorry, anyway. <laughs> the tall uh, man. No, 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 that's a difficult question for you to answer. No, no, is because I, ha- I have a rational, basically rational brain. I can think straight and I can, you know, I'm fine. But have at some the more same wine. time, I know, I know, like just wait and I'll be like, was that a black cat in front of me? No, um, but I love folklore. I love, I love old superstitions. I love housewives' tales. Um, I love hearing stories of what people think are good and bad omens. And so, although I'm not superstitious, where if I see a black hat or a white hat or, you know, lightning at a certain time or, you know, that like weird things like that like, or an orb in a photo. I'm not going to be like, oh, fuck, this is so real. Like I'm going to die or whatever. But at the same time, I do recognize it and I do take it into account because I think it's fascinating. Like I love the stories that people come up with. Um, so, no, I'm not superstitious, but yes, I highly regard, regard superstitions. And I think that's what makes me so interested in paganism. And I, I consider myself a pagan, but I'm not necessarily like, I don't worship multiple gods or anything. I, um, I, I consider it more like understanding like energy and how it affects everybody. And, um, and I, I lo- but I love the stories behind folklore, superstitions. Um, I just think it's really beautiful. It's like the story of humanity. So long, long story short, no, I'm not superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, <laughs> you ask me about superstitions and you give me three glasses of wine. What do you expect, though? <laughs> Are you superstitious, Matt? Fuck yeah. no. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, I'm, okay. I'm very, you? very certain. I believe you make your own fucking love. Yeah, luck. I can use words. Woo. Make your own love. Aw. Oh, you can definitely do that. I think you were saying life and luck at the same time. That's what it sounded like. You make your own luck. Mm -hmm. Luck. Luck. For those who are listening, luck. Luck. I was going to clean that up in post, but now I (laughs) can't. You can always cut that all out anyways. (laughs) But it was too funny. Fuck. (laughs) No, I believe in making your own luck. I'm not superstitious. Yeah. I'm very much, this world is what you make of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there are some things that are beyond your control, but I don't think they're preordained or, I don't know. I believe in a rational cause and effect. I don't. Yeah. I do believe in intention. Like if you put an intention into play, then it usually will come back to you in some way if, um, you know, you're pursuing it. Like. Why am I not rich then? God damn it. <laughs> 
manifest, manifest, manifest. No, well, I use manifestation all the time. Yeah. It works for me, but you also can't just be like, I want a million dollars. Well, yeah, of course. It doesn't work for like anybody at all unless you already have a million dollars. A million dollars? That's not even rich these days. No, No, it's it's really not. I couldn't even buy property in LA on that price. Like, Like, even a thousand dollars is not that much these days. You know what I mean? Like, a thousand, you're like, I don't know. It's like, Equivalent to like a hundred bucks, you know, yeah. like yeah. from like how many years ago. If I was you can't even a, buy a house. Yeah. No. no. If I was just a straight millionaire, I could shop at Gelson's maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you can get a few rounds of groceries and then like. Um, whole paycheck foods. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Gelson's is worse. Maybe. Whole paycheck foods. You think so? Foods? You think fucking Gelson's is worse? I feel like, you know, I call, I call, I love Whole Foods, but I call it whole paycheck foods because. Oh yeah, no, it's so you, expensive. You go there and buy like three things. You're like, how the fuck did I spend a hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. Okay, whole paycheck foods, on to you. <laughs> yeah, that's why I have such a hard time, like, just in LA in general. Okay, so with modeling, I have to buy makeup. I'm sure you understand sure. the struggle of totally. fucking buying makeup. So I don't Hashtag wear makeup. Hashtag girl problems. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever wear makeup. Oh, go ahead. What the hell? I, 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 I get left out of this? Like, what, I don't understand what it's like to buy makeup? No, you might understand what it's like. Do you like. understand? Do you? Fuck no. Okay, that's what we thought. <laughs> when I have to get new makeup, I don't wear makeup on my day-to-day life, and I don't. I appreciate when girls wear makeup, but I personally don't understand the point for myself to be wearing makeup. So I go to um, the grocery store and I'm like, I'm just going to grab a couple of like items I need to eat and then like, you know, a new lipstick and a foundation and it's like $300. Yeah, I'm like, I just need <laughs> eyeliner, that's all, and then a couple of things and I'm like, I'm like wait, to- wait, that was like 15 bucks? What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> and it doesn't feel okay to me because I'm like, I can't eat this. Yeah, I'm not gonna paint with it. That's so why like, I don't. That's why I've, I've finally like embraced not fucking wearing makeup all the yeah. time because it's. I mean, plus I'm older now and it's just kind of like, um, big picture. A lot of the girl. Okay, for example, a lot of the girls that do wear makeup all the time, it's because they feel like they need to because they feel like, oh my god, no one's gonna think I'm hot. But I feel like you're beautiful without makeup on, and like I, think there's a lot of women that I know that look sometimes even better without all the makeup, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and I've finally, like, just just in the past, like, two years, I've finally embraced, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to fucking wear makeup. I don't care, like, right now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think, uh, yeah, I feel the same way. A right. lot of women want to wear it uh, because it makes them feel just, like, yeah. more powerful, and, you know, more and, attractive. And, and, you know, I don't give a fuck. If you want to wear it, wear it. But I'm just saying, personally, I feel like a lot of these women look pretty without them. Yeah, but I my agree. Whole, my, my but my whole point in what I was going to say was that, like, uh, part of the reason why I'm, like, finally decided that like you know like I, I just don't want to is because when you, you the more you use it you're like fuck I'm running out of eyeshadow and mm-hmm. this stuff now I need to like refill fuck so the, the less I wear the, the longer it lasts yeah yeah <laughs> for when for I actually like do need them the look the my aesthetic if you will if you're mm-hmm. gonna tumbler talk right if I'm going to tumbler talk is um <laughs> I, I really like the sort of soft like um Little to no makeup. Like, I honestly think women look so beautiful with absolutely no makeup, no matter right. how shiny your skin is. Like, because I always have, like, I'm some, a fun. little acne going on. Like, that's a normal thing for me and mm-hmm. always has been and always will. But, like, Same. somebody once compared it to freckles, and I always thought that was so nice. It's like, okay, so you don't judge, don't judge your face so harshly. Like, you're going to mm-hmm. look back at it when you're 80 and be like, wow, I was so fucking beautiful. And, mm-hmm. like, those, that acne goes away. Your freckles go away. They change. You know, yeah. they change places. Like, so I just don't wear makeup because I feel like this is just what I look like. But some women, it's empowering, and I get that. For sure, yeah. For me, it's empowering not to wear makeup, so. So what do you think about makeup? <laughs> oh, I was just about to say, I feel the same way about razors. That's why I don't shave very often. Yeah. <laughs> I use, like... Two razors a year. 
Wow. Yeah, because well, what? Like, when was the last time you saw me like without a beard? Sure, I don't think I've ever seen you. I don't think I've, for all of, for, for as long as I've known you, I don't think I've ever seen you without a beard. There are pictures. There is photographic. Proof. Like you know, my roommate. You, he knows my roommate. Fucking. Uh, uh, did you see him? Yeah, I saw him when he came back from court. Oh yeah, that's right. He had like no facial hair. I'm like Jesus Christ, night and day. <laughs> the last time I was clean shaven, I want to say it was 2013, and that's because I shaved down to a handlebar mustache for Ooh. for that wood rocket roll. I could see that. It wasn't a very good handlebar. Got, like, mustache. What was the role that you needed to have facial a fucking hair. handlebar mustache? I played Jesco the redneck for naked in public. <laughs> Were you naked in public? I was not. Oh, it was um. Damon and Veruca James had a series on Wood Rocket called Naked in Public, and I played a redneck who, for the 4th of July, taught Veruca James how to shoot guns. Cool. And if you watch that clip, it's fucking amazing, because Veruca had never shot a gun in real life, and we used real guns. So when she fires that first round, the look on her face is completely authentic. Because she had no idea she was shooting a real gun. No, she knew she was shooting a real gun. <laughs> she just never had. Oh, wow. What okay. Kind of I was going to say, I was like. It was an MMP40C. Okay. I have I no idea what that I means. I want to go shooting again. I miss it. Let me know when you want to go. We should go. I, I, you go. know, I don't even like shooting guns. Like, I was, I don't know. I just think it's kind of boring. And also, rifles hurt. <laughs> they just leave bruises all over me. But shooting, I guess, could be fun. I shot an AK-47 once. Nice. Yeah, but I didn't realize it was going to be so easy because I had been shooting, like, rifles and handguns. And so um, I was out with that metal band shitty. They're like, we have guns in your back. And I was like, well, since you have guns, we should probably shoot the AK-47 that you have illegally in our back seat, like, super illegally. Smart plan, depleting all their ammo so they can't shoot you. Yeah, so we took it out. Oh, God, this is, like, this is supposed to be top secret, but I'm just going to tell it to the world. Um, so we went out into, like, a fucking cattle field. There were no cattle, don't worry. No cattle were injured at all, but I was 16 and stupid, and I probably should have been thinking a little bit more, being like, somebody, like a cattle, cattle could be there. Um, and I took the AK-47 and shot it, and it was so easy that I shot, like, almost an entire round on accident. Like, I did the spray shooting, because I had no, because, you know, rifles are like, poom, poom. And then this, this automatic weapon is just like, <laughs> like, terrifying me um and that was the last time i was really interested in shooting a gun i was like i could have killed us all just now well i'm glad you didn't this would be a very boring show without you thanks i wouldn't be penthouse pet if i had died when i was 16 by AK 47 so (laughs) no but i'm sure you would have been famous in the news oh yeah i'm sure yeah especially in like rural idaho wherever you were when you're shooting Yeah, rural utah same diff (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, um, that was the last time I was clean shaven. <laughs> oh, 2013. Yeah, 2013. I, I imagine you got rid of the handlebar mustache after. Oh, the minute the shoot ended, I was clean, that's why I was completely Aww. clean shaven. No, I it wasn't very good. Like I fucked up when I was shaving. It was a little uneven. Oh right, didn't want to keep it. No, it was not a good look for me. Well, you know what we could do with the show and make it extra exciting. We could shave you into handlebar mustache right now. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm so game. Okay. Right? See? Yeah, I'm going to trust two women that okay. are full of alcohol with a blade near my face. <laughs> Take a couple more shots and we're going to shave your you just face. Start with the clippers first, you know, and then. Yeah, nothing like a drunken no. clippers by your neck. Nothing like, you know, hair all over the equipment. <laughs> oh, we don't have to do it right here. I mean, we What are we just going to do a before and after shot? We'll just wash it off later with whiskey. Don't worry. My poor laptop. <laughs> well, that is definitely a first. I've never had a guest offer to shave me before. <laughs> You've had a lot of porn stars on the show, right? Oh, yeah. 
And they've never offered to shave you? No one has offered I'm to shave me. I'm kind of weirdly surprised by that. Seriously, yeah. Some people like like the whole idea of shaving another person. No, we did have like, a civilian that wanted to fuck me if I shaved. That's true. Oh. Actually, good point. I remember that. But she did not offer to do it. She just was like, shave and I'll fuck you. I'm like... Oh, yeah. She didn't offer to do it. Cool. Did you? I mean... She was too drunk to fuck. Oh, right. By the end of the show, she was... Yeah. Oh, right. So she was not... She was a civilian. She was like, shave and I'll fuck you. But you were like, you're wasted. Yeah. <laughs> you need to like, drink some water and eat some bread and sleep. <laughs> she, was a, try, she was aggressively blowing me like through my plant, pants while I was talking to Cruz about what we were trying to eat. <gasps> With the microphone by her face while she was doing it? Because that would have been cool. We were off air by that point. Okay, cool. The, her breasts were in my face on air. Nice. So that holler back to episode three? I like my crazy girls. Episode three, that was the fourth episode. Was it? Yeah. Because it was, it, Dolly Lee was the second, then Steve was the third. Okay, it was episode yeah, four. episode four. Yeah, mm-hmm. Steve Vance did not stick his tits in my face. No, he did not stick his tits in your face. Well, shucks. Just so anyone's listening, they're like, wait, episode three? No, it was episode four. Yeah, <laughs> episode four. But episode four. Yes, once we got off air, she like, was aggressive about like my penis being in her mouth. She cool. was, uh, yeah. Well, okay, so you know, he, he's had a lot of porn stars on this show, right? Like, yeah. you know, before we rebranded, whatever. And we have this civilian girlfriend of mine on the show, and that's like, to your fucking knowledge, the wildest show you've ever done. Yeah, that's I, so funny, because you would never think that. Uh, I actually... I don't know. Civilian girls are actually a lot more pent up energy than porn stars do. Yeah. And there's a get, lot of and I, to like work and I have a lot of civilian girlfriends that are like freaks where I'm like, you should do porn. I'm like, nope. Yeah. Like some of them, it's just not for them. But they're yeah. like secret freaks in the bedroom, and I'm just like, oh my god. <sighs> okay, sorry. I, I got a lot of Scorpio memories, girlfriends anyways. myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Woohoo. Ooh, crazy girls. They're yeah, my favorite that, kind. Mine too. Seems to be what I attract. So. Yeah. Crazy in the head, crazy in the bed. Oh. Beds. What bed? What do beds have to do with this? Yeah. Bathrooms. True, but my point. <laughs> Speaking of bathrooms, can I run to the bathroom? Oh yeah, we'll pause it. Take a break. Yes. <laughs> so while we're on break, we found out that Olive's outfit is completely see-through when she bends over. Yeah, I had no idea. You can see my butthole if I bent over farther enough. For far enough. Excuse me. Your full-on butthole, wow. Probably. I mean, I haven't checked personally. I think you'd have to, like, spread your ass cheeks for them to see your butthole. <laughs> that would be a real intense <laughs> drop and pop if I, like, I feel oh, like I dropped some change. you figure let this me, out between the two of you. Wow. <laughs> let me just bend over real quick. Also, I'm going to grab my ass. <laughs> All right, you two do that. I'll look over here. I'll look at my phone or something. So I'm not. That makes so much sense, though, because I was in the post office, and there was this, um, I was bending over to drop off some mail, and there was this, these multiple dudes that were just, like, looking at me with their mouths open, like, oh, like what? And I was like, I guess this just looks really nice on me. But it's because I was bending over and they can see my ass. Like, watch. Like, watch. I'll, I'll look away. I'll be modest. Nope, oh, nope, that's a butt. I didn't look away. I lied. Yeah, you can kind of see butt. it. That's a butt. You can see my butt. Yeah. I don't actually care that much, but... Just, just an interesting thing to know about your clothing that it's see-through too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't see your asshole. If that makes you feel better. Well, just definitely no asshole, it. but definitely ass for sure. No, yeah. there was definitely ass there, but there was no. My asshole's in there. It's just hidden at the moment. Well, I'd hope your asshole is in there. <laughs> Me too. 
Because neither one of us are a doctor. If you don't have an asshole anymore, we can't help you poop. Oh, God. Oh God. You know what? There is, there is a model, actually, who does not have a vagina. Who? God, now I have to remember her name. Holy she's not shit. a performer, right? She's not a no. She's oh shut my God. up. No, she's like, okay, so no, I she doesn't like have a vagina or porn. she doesn't have a vagina or an asshole. Basically, the way what? she the way I forgot the condition what the condition is called. I, I can probably find her if I Google her right now. She um has a hole right here, like on the left side of like where her stomach is, and she it has like she wears like a patch over it. Um, and then there's a pouch there. Uh, so that's how she shits. She shits uh-huh. through this hole. Like a colostomy bag. Yes, that's what it's yeah. called. That's what it's called. And um, yeah, she actually did a really awesome photo shoot with one of my photographer friends. And I think that she caught... This is going to bother me that I can't remember her name. Oh my was God. Was there scat play involved? No. She was, it was just a very, very artistic fucking photo shoot. Um, scat he wanted, be he wanted, artistic. He was very interested in, in shooting her because of the fact that she doesn't have genitals, basically. And, um, and with the scar, like with the thing and everything, with her, her um, bag and all... And then, um, then huh. I then I remembered looking up this condition, and I saw videos of this other woman posted where she was like, "So this is how I take care of stuff," and like full blown showed it in the video, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's very so interesting." So they don't have; they're just born with no genitals. Yeah, no genitals. Um, hmm. I'm gonna look wow. this up right now. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm gonna look this up right now. But do they ever have like a sexual experience then, or no? I guess, or would they can't. I mean, the only the only holes they have are their mouth. Is their mouth belly button? Okay, I belly guess. button fetish, foot fetish, and boob play, and like some mouth stuff. I'm like going through what they could potentially do, but I mean, it's not. Wow, that's just like. I found her. Her name is Gabby. Oh, I don't think this is the same model he shot, but this is another model that I found. Her name is um, Han Gabby Odiel, a super fierce Belgian model who Ooh. is open up being intersex. Um, intersex refers to people who are born with sex characteristics that don't fit our society's... Wait, Han, maybe this is something different. That sounds like something different. No, this is something different. I, well, it's like... I, I specifically mean, Googled... Oh my God, you're going to have to like edit all this shit out because I sound really fucking retarded right now. Um, <laughs> okay. Future Matt, woman, edit this. Women with no, uh, woman with no genitals. That's why I just fucking tried to look up. Anywho, why don't we uh, table that for the moment? Oh, yeah. I was without born without a vagina. I just typed in woman with both genitals. Both genitals. I can't type. Just funny. <laughs> it's okay. The alcohol's doing its job. Oh yeah, you know I um. I went vegan about three months ago, four months ago, and my alcohol tolerance went way down. I used to be, like, such a good drinker when I lived in Portland, and I was like, I could, like, drink a fucking half bottle of whiskey if I wanted, and now I drink three glasses of wine, and I'm, like, wine drunk. Awesome. Being wine drunk is so different, too, than, like... It is. Liquor drunk, you know? Well, liquor drunk is... I get, I get crazy girl. Like, not crazy girl in a bad way. Like, I'm like, well, kind of. I'm like, let's go scale a building and then smoke cigarettes an entire three packs on a roof somewhere. You uh, know, like. That sounds like my idea of a good time. Yeah. Like, let's. Uh, <laughs> like, I left my keys in my house once and I came home after drinking tequila all night. My, I'm on the second story and my friend still talks about this. I don't know how I did this. I leapt. 
onto my balcony. Like I leapt onto the pat, like I um, was holding onto the patio with my hands and I scaled the bars and leapt over, broke into my door with, um, with a hairpin, got my keys, which I didn't need at that point, and like let her in. But that was a second story balcony. Sounds like circus training. Yeah, I guess so. But I can do crazy shit when I've been drinking tequila. I try to drink a little less of it than I used to. So what's your feelings on ghost pepper infused tequila? Uh, (laughs) That sounds like you don't want to get in your eyes. You don't. Um, You don't want to get it in your eyes. You have also it's spicy, which means that um, um, the day after is kind of (laughs) rough. Do you have some? We're out at the moment. We're out. Okay, I was gonna yeah. be like, I want to try like a like a like a spoonful. <laughs> they but hopefully will be painful. sending us more bottles soon. The, I, they what? Hopefully, will be sending us more more bottles soon. Cool. Shout out to Ghost Tequila. Ghost Tequila. Ooh. Hell yeah, Ghost that Tequila ghost was legit as fuck, man. That shit it made really good. Sp- Matt here made amazing from scratch, uh, spicy margaritas. Ooh. That sounds yummy. They were. They definitely were. Um, have you? I, I'm sure you've heard of this, but the drunk history. Oh fuck yeah! Is that what it's called? Drunk yeah. history. I only watched one episode, but I love that they were actually taking real historians and getting them drunk, and then having them, it was real historians, right? And then they're having them tell the stories. Those are comedians. Comedians, right? Okay. Historians, same, comedians, same, same difference. <laughs> comedians are like historians. Yeah, same same thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, I really liked that show. I've only seen like a couple of episodes, but it was so funny. And this is kind of like that, but with porn. And without the animation. With, well, actually, a lot of things are different, but there is, <laughs> there, there is alcohol involved. <laughs> there's alcohol, there's history. It may not be ancient history, but it's, it's just, you know, a lot of uh, Nicolas Cage history. Nicolas Cage history, your history. Do you talk about Nicolas Cage every show or just for mine? Just for yours. Oh. <laughs> We we saved we're the cage. We're back to Nicolas Cage again. <laughs> no, no, we're not necessarily. We're just rehashing it momentarily. Yeah, we're we're just looking back on the golden days of Nicolas Cage talk an hour ago. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Shit. <laughs> so I feel really bad about you being a vegan and walking into my house with me like half a dead cow on my plate. Oh, no, you don't need to feel bad about that at all. I don't really, but... Yeah, no, I, I, it was something yeah. I needed to say. Yeah. Oh, you're vegan because I yeah because I was I was vegetarian for eight years and I'm back back to being vegetarian again. Yeah. Oh, it, the thing is, I have been vegetarian basically for most of my life just because that's my body type. If I eat like I used to eat steak occasionally because it's it's good. It's fucking delicious. It's delicious, but um, it doesn't suit my body, and I also have some like moral dilemmas with it anyway. But I won't get into that. Nobody wants to hear about the vegan talking about why they don't want to eat meat. But, um, but I, uh, I stopped eating meat and it actually just made my energy go way up. So I'm, I, but I don't care what other people do. I mean, I can, I'm not going to designate like, that's like being like, Oh, I'm Christian. You have to be Christian. I'm not Christian, but you know, that sort of like idea of like, no, and I appreciate that. Forcing I, beliefs is really silly. People have to learn things on their own. I'll never learn that cow isn't delicious. Well, I'm going to dominate this show with telling you why you shouldn't. <laughs> How long have you been vegan? Five, four months, something like that. Oh, so very recent. Okay. So I moved to LA and when I moved to LA, I became vegetarian and then 
I recently became vegan. Okay. I so did, you're I, full on infected by LA. I, I see how it is. Yeah, I did. Well, I tried to do the vegan thing for six months and I just like cheese too much and there's really no such thing. Well, as, actually, I'm a shitty vegan. I just ate cream today. I had like a gluten-free souffle because they only had gluten-free. But um, they had milk in it. And I like, like I'm kind of the, I'm the vegan where if I order something and it has meat or dairy in it, but I, I wasn't aware of that. Um, or if I'm traveling and somebody offers me food and there's something in it like dairy or meat, like, I'm not going to be like, no, fuck that. I'm not going to eat it and waste it. You know, mm-hmm. That's you're stupid. totally going to lose your vegan powers this way. But, but I, I choose it as often as possible. Does that make sense? Like I, like, like I'm living in a world where if you're not like you're not like a religious fucking vegan no for example okay i um i booked myself a week-long dog sledding expedition through svalbard norway this winter nice thank you i'm doing a coffee table photography book of i'm the, super jealous that's fucking rad i'm very excited for it but Do you need a roadie oh my god i would love for somebody to go with me i'm going i'm going with a, a very small tour group there's going to be uh five people myself included and the tour guide included um and i get my own dog sled which i'm very excited about and I'm bringing my, my different film cameras and shit. But while I'm in Svalbard, Norway, the biggest town is the town I'm going to initially be landing in. And it's uh, 504 people. <laughs> and so I don't know why the four people, but there's 504 people. And um, I'm not going to go to Svalbard, Norway and be like, I'm not going to eat what you're serving me. Because I, I just have this assumption that when I land in Svalbard, in this town I'm going to be staying in, it's going to be a very meat-heavy diet. Some reindeer, probably. Yeah, fucking polar bear. I don't know what they eat down there. Um, so I'm going to eat what is given to me because it is given out of like a good heart. But at the same time, when I am buying my own food, I'm not going to try to propagate the industry of meat. So. Oh, I feel like the commercial farming industry is fucking evil no it is it is and i just can't i can't handle it anymore if if i was buying food dairy and meat from a small uh like farm where the animals are treated well and um you know everything like that i approve of and i find ethically great that's one thing but i can't handle the industry oh no i totally think it's evil i'm just totally addicted to meat yeah, steak. I mean, steak is really good. Steak and mashed potatoes is really good. I did steak and kimchi, which kimchi's not even vegan either. That's a weird combination. Why is that a weird combination? Why isn't it a weird combination? Do you agree this is a weird combination? A weird combination of what? Fucking steak and kimchi? Steak and kimchi. Hmm, I mean, I don't, I don't eat red meat. So, I mean, well, okay. We've been to I, Korean I, I, barbecue. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going back to... Okay, so I was vegetarian for eight years, and then I went back to eating meat, and then I slowly went back to... I started doing... Slowly weaning my way, my way away from meat into pescatarianism, mm-hmm. where I was just only eating fish, and then back straight into fucking just straight-up vegetarianism. So this has only been going on for not that long because we went to Korean barbecue, like, what, a month ago? Two months ago? Three, yeah, three yeah. months ago. Three not, months ago. No, not even three months ago. Not even three months ago. Two months ago. So, um, but I feel like... Steak and even though I don't eat steak because even when I was eating meat I didn't eat red meat really but we did when we were at Korean barbecue but um, no we ate chicken no Korean, we did not eat chicken Korean oh, well, barbecues usually have like but really they usually awesome but kimchi mushrooms. kimchi mixed with steak is like a common thing in like Korean fucking cuisine huh. and shit like yeah that, I mean so. it, it probably would have been marinated more Korean if normally but yeah I full on had a probably a pound and a half ribeye in kimchi yeah 
I love kimchi a lot. I actually love it a lot. Super not vegan. No, it is too. You can get vegetarian kimchi. You got to specify it though because otherwise they use fish parts. Yeah, yeah. No, I know about that. Like if you go to just a normal place and order kimchi, it's like full of fish. But if you – there's just one brand. I forget what it is. But it comes in like a glass jar and you can get it from like wherever, Whole Foods, whatever. And um, it's vegetarian kimchi and it's so good. It's like I could could literally – just sit and eat the entire jar and my roommates fucking hate me because I smell like rotting cabbage. Well, I don't, but like, you know, like while I'm eating it, I do. They have to get over it. Kimchi's amazing. Yeah, I'm moving into my own place soon so I don't have to worry about it. You gotta <laughs> I smell stay like kimchi whenever I want, god damn it. You're going to stay in Hollywood or are you going to go yeah, to the I kinda, valley? Yeah, I want, no, I'm not going to the valley. Um, I love the valley for what it is, and I'm never going to live there. Um, <laughs> I would never live in the valley. No. Hollywood. I'm probably going to... I'm in East Hollywood. Hollywood now. Whatever. Yeah. And then I'm going to move up to probably like North or West Hollywood. Well, North Hollywood is the valley. Yeah. North it Hollywood, is? North Hollywood yep. is considered the valley. North Hollywood, like off of Hollywood Boulevard, though? Oh, you mean like two blocks? Yeah. Like really close to here. Yeah, that's, that's not considered North, North Hollywood. Hollywood. North Hollywood is its own place. North oh, Hollywood okay. is, a, is its own city, but it's considered the valley. Oh, so my best friend the- lives in what I thought was North Hollywood, which is off of Hollywood Boulevard. No, that's Hollywood. I love that area so much. That's like, Hollywood. I also love Los Feliz, and I know that's like the hippest little spot Yeah, that's like east of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But, well, um, that's technically East Hollywood. That's, yeah, East Hollywood. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like, yeah. I like, I, it's like where I like to go. You know? I miss living in East Hollywood. Part, really? Uh, part of me does. I mean, I know once I leave this place that I'm in currently, I'm going to miss it just because it was my first spot in, like, I've never lived in California. I always was like, oh, like, I wonder what it'd be like to live in Hollywood. And now I, you know, so I'll have nostalgia about this place I'm living in. But at the same time, like, I'm almost 30. And if I have roommates for another year, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> I love you, roommates. I'm going to lose my fucking mind if I live with you. Hey, I'm in my mid-30s and I have roommates. Roommates. There's, I have nothing against that. Like... There's not like, I'm not, it's not like a judgment of like roommates. It's that I have become enough of an introvert in my age where I'm like, if I have to walk into the kitchen and there's five people in there and all I want to do is make myself food. Some people are better off. Some people prefer living alone and, and it works. Yeah. Well, no. And there's nothing wrong with it. I there's was, wrong with it. I was living on my own. Yeah. I had my one bedroom in East Hollywood and it was a choice of take on one roommate and move into this random we, ass place. He and I almost lived together. That's how we know each other. That's cool. how we met. Yeah. Yep. Oh, nice. Well, that worked out nicely. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we didn't move in together. Well, we didn't move in together. Thank God. Yeah. I would have murdered you people. You would have murdered me you because people? of all the different dicks that I had. <laughs> so or no, multiple no, no. hers. No, there would have been four of us in that apartment. Oh. And I would have murdered you people. Yeah. Me because I would have had like a different fucking person coming in and out because I'm such a whore. But anyways, well, back Ooh, then. La la. Back then, you know, I went through a tramp age 2016. Woo. Anyways. Um. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm very big about my space. Like I have zero problems having people over to be a guest on the show. But I'm very big on my own personal space and having unvetted randoms in my house would have made me very uncomfortable. Yes, I feel the same way. I, my roommates never listen to this anyway. I recently had my roommates, they left town, but they invited people over without telling me. And then I just come out of the shower one day and there's like five people in the living room who I've never seen before. And I'm like in my towel. I'm like, hello. Well, at least you weren't naked, you know? Yeah, just a little Me, towel. I fucking walked around my house naked all the time, and I was like, oh, there's people in my kitchen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, hola. Yeah, I used to, uh, so when I was traveling around the country with a metal band and stuff, I left that, and then I started, um, 
living in different anarchist community houses around the country because I really, I wasn't an anarchist, but I believed in the cause of, you know, like um, more just being resourceful and doing things yourself. And um, so I lived in all of these like crazy houses where everybody was just like living in any corner that was available. And so I got really used to living with a ton of people, a ton of very smiley people. They were always dumpster diving. That's also living in Hollywood for a lot of people. Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood. And I, I love doing that, but I think I've slowly become more and more of like a cat woman who just wants to talk to my cats and nobody else. How many cats do you have? Just one. I grew up with 12. Holy shit. 12 cats, no friends. I just had cats for friends. Holy shit. <laughs> and, um, and now I just have one, but she's like my world. Like I love, fucking love this cat. Like, Aww. Um, treat her like a princess, like she is. <laughs> What's your cat's name? Shiva, the god of destruction. Oh, <laughs> nice. that's very appropriate for a feline. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Like domesticated house cats are amazing predators. They are. She keeps all the moths out of my bedroom. She's very good at that. Ooh, she eats. Good. She fully eats moths. I have moths in my house, but I mean, I put traps up so they go because I have I have an aviary with like birds. Oh wow! Um, there's now nine, I think. There was six. Now there's nine. Because they like to fuck. They like to fuck, and then I'm like, fuck. There's a egg that hatched, and now I can't do anything about it. <laughs> How, what kind of birds? Cockatiels. Ooh. Yeah. They're uh, very smart. They're like kind of like parrots. They can whistle the theme song to the Andy Griffith show. <gasps> do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> yeah. They'll whistle it and then they'll be like. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. And that's why we don't do the podcast at Annie's place. Yeah, because I have too many birds. Oh my God. Can we please do a podcast? <laughs> I just want to talk to a bunch of birds. Yeah, we originally did a sound check at Annie's. I'm just like, because we, we were trying to figure out like where we're going to do the podcast. And then we we're like, oh, come to my house. And then I was like, fuck, because we usually do it at night. You know, we record yeah. at night. And the birds are very nocturnal. Like, they'll, they're not nocturnal, excuse me. They, um, they're usually like winding down by nightfall. They're like, yeah. okay, it's time to go to bed. You know what I mean? Um, and, but like he came over and they're just like, <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, dude, I have a lot I of birds. <laughs> I'm sure that is super not annoying for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all try to whistle for the next 10 You know, it's minutes. funny. I only just recently and by recently, I mean like maybe like five years ago, um, learned how to whistle. <laughs> really? Yeah. Teach me I your way. I could never whistle before and it just kind of happened. I was like, how did I do that? I just make this really weird noise, like. <laughs> Apologies to the audience. <laughs> They're like, you guys are annoying. Like we're turning this off. And now. when by you guys, they no. mean me. They're like, Cruz, shut up. <laughs> I don't think the audience is telling you to shut up. According to our iTunes reviews, they're telling me to shut up. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> hey man, we're we're getting more and more listeners now that we're gonna get fucking haters. I love haters. That means we're oh doing something right. Yo. My Instagram ever since I became a penthouse pet, like I always had this like really solid, like really fucking sweet base of Instagram followers. And then I became a penthouse pet and like my, my followers have grown exponentially and they're, they're all super rad for the most part, but I have been getting the weirdest direct messages from people that I have ever seen in my entire life. Just like, can you break out but a couple weird, of them? But weird, like how weird? Like, yeah, them, break out a couple like, of them. I want to hear them. Well, yeah. there's obviously, you know, I've only received like three dick pics ever. 
Oh no, I could make a coffee table book with how many dick pics I, I have get. only gotten like three in my entire life, but I got one. Uh, I got one that was like, I'd be terrified if they were listening because some of them I think are meant to be sweet, but they're like really No, weird. if someone sends you a dick pic, they're not trying oh, to be no, sweet. Oh no, no, not the dick pic. Not <laughs> oh, the dick okay. Pic no, if they're sending me a dick pic, I just block them. I'm sure I have some of them, but um, just like really weird, like, hey, I really like you. Can you fly to Sweden tomorrow? And I'm like, oh yeah. Or like one guy sent me five messages throughout five months. Every month he would ask me to be his. And I'm like, you've been asking me out for five months and we don't, like I, I, I'm so fascinated by the psychology of some of these like strange messages I get on Instagram. I'm just like, what would it be like to see the world through your eyes for like five minutes? Like, you ask me every month to be your girlfriend. No, no, no. It sounded like he was asking you to be his property, not his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have one guy who has relentlessly tried to ask me for my hand in marriage, and he's being dead fucking serious. Like, hey, I think you'd use a guy like me. This and I've kept all the messages too, and um, and I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna fucking marry some random dude I just met that doesn't even know me. That's like from the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm not like the other guys. Like, he would be very like oh very defensive and be like, I'm not like these other fucking guys. I'm not just a fan. This and that. And dude. I'm uh, like, yeah, you, I'm pretty sure you are though. I'm like, but you've never met me, and you're asking me to marry you. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Bruce. If you married him, he would be wildly disappointed when he found out what it's like to actually marry you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> like, holy fuck. But seriously, same here. Like, like, they're like, oh, like, you crazy. Like, I don't know what they expect from me. Well, they're, they expect whatever they're projecting that their idea of you is. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you're expecting from me, but like... I like to watch Rick and Morty at home while eating ramen and cuddling my cat. Do you like to do that? I don't know. Well, the well, problem is we have... The show we, yeah, it's great. That's we, like my we, favorite thing to do. We have fans that are very quick to dehumanize us because all they know is the porn that they watch. Yeah, exactly. So they think... You see a dick in me they, and you're they, like, oh, they, this is my new fantasy. They instantly and... just equate us to being these fucking sex objects mm-hmm. that fucking just fuck 24-7 and we want to be given these dick pics and we also want to be spoken in a certain way. Yeah. The difference is I've actually met these people in real... Not my fans on like Instagram, but like when I was date When I was, you know, like dating and stuff like that when I went through my tram page or whatever I was meeting guys constantly that that knew who I was but wouldn't tell me like I was unaware that they knew and then they would be very quick to fucking treat me in a certain way and I'm like dude I'm a human being yeah you know what I mean and that's the problem with the fans it's a similar thing I meet people in real life that I'm trying to go out with and have a good time with god forbid I'm just trying to fucking like (laughs) date around and have fun these guys there's a reason why I could never like be in relationships with these people because of the way they fucking treat me it's like I need to change my name and speak in a weird accent for fucking people I have done that you know (laughs) and so I feel like it's the same thing with people that write to us on fucking um, social media they feel like they they need to treat us a certain way and talk to us a certain way and it's like Mm -hmm. dude I'm a fucking human being you don't need to fucking talk to me in a certain way I wholly agree but I want to hear that story yeah go ahead go ahead Okay, yeah. No, I fully agree with what you're saying. And I've gone to places before where people people come up to me who are, like I said, I have a lot of amazing fans, but I also get some like really fucking shitty ones. And sometimes they also live in LA and sometimes they're at the same bar I'm at. And so they're like, oh, you're Olive. And one guy in particular was like, not sober, not polite. He's like, oh, you're Olive. And I was like, 
I adopted this like totally weird accent. I was at uh, the Blue Room in Burbank, random fucking spot. And he comes up and he's like, you're all of glass. And I was like, I don't know of what you speak. I am a French woman. <laughs> like, like this is not Speaking the with a German accent. <laughs> I don't even know what accent that is. That was just like whatever fucking, like I was already a little bit drunk and he was obviously going to be like creeping on me super hard. And I was like, I have come here on my visa. I don't know. I don't know the English, you know, like I was being so ridiculous and like over the top. And like, I don't even know, like I wasn't even being like, like I was just making up like an accent that I'm not even sure where I got it from. And then I was saying that I was here from France and this went on. Like anytime he'd come up to me, I'd be talking in normal, like, like, like this to my friends. And then he'd come up to me and be like, and every time my accent would change, but he was drunk enough. He didn't notice. And my friend was just like, what is going on right now? And I was like, Oh no, he thinks I'm Cassandra from France. <laughs> just like, let that go. <laughs> like, so bad and so I did um I've done that before like I think I was just enough drunk that like I wasn't my brain just automatically did that I was like no I'm not Olive I'm somebody I'm Cassandra I was a receptionist in France with a German accent <laughs> like a really really shitty kind of offensive but at the same time it was drunk so it just happened and I'm not, I like I like German people. You got to love that European Union. You could just go wherever you want. <laughs> I was like Do you have to cut that out? Was that okay? <laughs> okay. I'm like is that I'm, offending people? I don't mean to offend anybody. I am totally gonna cut that. No, I'm not. Okay, you can hear my really really bad German accent while pretending I'm a French a French person. Well, you were just from France. You could have been German. And yeah. because the European Union has open borders, it does. You could have, you know, moved from Dusseldorf or, you know, it, it truly. And I have been to Paris many, many times, and I knew. I actually, I think I started off speaking in like something like a French accent, and then it just developed into this like weird shit. And I, I know enough French that I could convince like a hick that I was from France, and the haircut really kind of helps, you know. So. But I have done that before, and I will probably do it again now that I've done it once. I'm like, oh, that was very effective. <laughs> so, speaking of travel, where in the world is your favorite spot? Um, goodness, that's a good question. Have you ever heard of Bruges in Belgium? Yeah, there's a Colin Farrell movie about it. Yeah, yeah. Wait, in Bruges what is that? In Bruges. In Bruges. Oh. So I stayed at the Duke's Palace Hotel in Bruges. I was um, doing my freelance modeling, and I was hired by um, the uh, the Count of. It was one of the counts in Belgium. He's a count, but he's also he's. Um, I won't give away too much about him because he was like wants to be really low key because he's also a politician, but he's a count, and. If you're royalty, do you have to run for office? I don't know. I didn't ask him about politics. I just well, he's like a count. Like, like, yeah, he probably was just like, he was like the CEO of like a cookie factory. He was, a, he was an amazing man. Um, so we shot there just some like art nude modeling stuff with me and three other friends. And he like money isn't a thing for him. And so he was just like, oh, come to France or excuse me, come to Belgium. Uh, I'm going to put you up in the Duke's palace hotel which is the most amazing hotel i have it's actually a palace so they've turned into a hotel and um you can stay here shoot i'll pay your day rate every day and then i'm going to fly you wherever in the world you want to go and then i'm going to fly you home and it was like 
it was like a once in a lifetime opportunity of just like grandeur. Like he was such a gentleman, such an amazing artist. And then um, we shot and it was great. The photos are beautiful. And then um, he flew me to Paris and put me up and right next to the Eiffel Tower. And then um, flew me back to Oregon. And it was fantastic. It was like one of the best. So I loved um, Bruges and I love Montmartre in Paris. Um, I also love uh, Reykjavik in Iceland. Oh, I've been there. I did a layover in Reykjavik when I, um, oh, it's when so I went wonderful. to uh, fucking uh, London and then when I came back from Australia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I what still haven't been to Iceland. Oh, wait, no, I didn't stop in Iceland on the way back from Australia. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, Going to London, though. Yeah, no, you London is at- very cool, too. You stopped yeah, in the Middle East there. on the way back from Australia. That's right. Yep. You've told the story. I always remember that. I remember that now. I was like, wait a minute now. Huh? I thought yeah. London was just okay. I think I, I was only in London for four hours, and I have this uh, ongoing romance with the history of London and Anne Boleyn, and, and like all the women who were bad women, you know? And um, so I got to go visit all these like historic places within four hours, and then I went to Nottingham. So I just in and out, you know, what did, when did you go to London? I was in London for 10 days in 2014. Mm-hmm. My sister used to live there. So I went there, met my niece, did a lot of drinking on my own. Oh yeah. England's great for drinking. <laughs> oh yeah. Finger, <laughs> oh my God. I finger banged some dude's mother in front of him. Oh my God. No. So I'm in Camden. Are you Camden. sure you're not a porn performer? No, I just act like one sometimes. <laughs> I'm in Camden Town. I'm drinking. I forgot the Love name of the bar Camden I'm drinking Town. in. Was it uh, the old, the World's End? It might have been, actually. At the World's <gasps> End? At the World's End? Oh, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. yeah. And this metalhead dude, some cute goth chick, and an older but attractive woman roll up to the bar right next to me. And I'm just drinking by myself. A MILF, mm-hmm. if you will. A MILF, indeed. <laughs> and... I don't even remember how the conversation started, but like the, I start talking to the three of them. They're like, Oh my God, an American. Really? Is it that unique? That's amazing. It is to a degree. Yeah, I understand. I guess. And all of a sudden I am making out with this woman, like the older woman. And it turns out that she is the metalhead dude's mother. And he is on a first date with this girl. Oh my God. And oh mom my was, God. Throwing herself, throwing herself at me because she was afraid that I was going to try to steal her son's date. Wow. <gasps> really? Yeah. What a diplomatic mother. Well, diplomatic, strategic is the word I'm trying to look for here. But yeah, I totally digitally penetrated her at the bar. That's amazing. Because she was trying to save her son's date. No, I mean, once we started going at it, we were going she, at she it. Was, she was into it. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. No, she invited me back out to wherever the fuck they lived outside of London. I was just kind of like, mm, I'm okay. Like, yeah. if it's not happening tonight, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, you're traveling. You yeah. want to keep your options open. Yeah, and I'm not about to commute fucking hours on train. No, hours on train no. for what? When I was drunk, would sound like a good time. When I'm sober, might not have been. Especially because more I talk to her, it's like, oh, you're maybe attractive, but you may not be the brightest woman I've ever met. Oh my God. Well, she, well, was, uh, she was with her son on his first date with another woman. So, Can you imagine going on a first date with somebody and no, their mother is no, there? No, no, But she sounds like she was hot, so that's fine. Oh, no, she was hot. She, and she was a lot of fun. But it was still like, I feel like if I had 
gone out to the country, wherever the fuck they lived, it would have gotten super weird. Yeah. Maybe not in a good way. If I went on a date with somebody and they brought their mother along, I would probably ditch before I even sat down with them, to be quite honest. Hey, her son did well. She, his date was fucking hot. That's I good. really was going to try to pick her up. <laughs> so her so mom, mom didn't knew. know what she was doing. Mom's like, mom smelled blood in the water. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. This guy's going to cock block my son. <laughs> Get it. Yeah. Where was that, you said? London? That was in Camden Town. In Camden London. Town. Okay, I haven't been there. Um, it's like the, the rock and roll neighborhood. Sweet. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like total, like where punk rock fucking was born. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Camden Town. Um, I just recently went to Nottingham for the first time, and I went to the, the castle and the, um, the oldest pub in England that Robin Hood went to. The real Robin Hood went to this pub. He's a real person. Robin I no of Loxley? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, wait, is that? Yeah. Same, yeah, Robin Hood, I don't know. Um, but he went to this pub that is carved into a cave that was built into the castle. Mm-hmm. And I went and got drunk with a bunch of Scotsmen. That's great. Funny. I remember going to Whitechapel and like looking at where uh, Jack the Ripper, all the murders happened oh, and stuff. Shit. And I went to one of the bars where two of the victims were last seen. <gasps> where was this and again? Whitechapel? In Whitechapel. Is London. that in London? In London. It's in that's, London. A, that's an area It's an of area London, of London. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's a district in London. Um, I went all over the place. I was in London for almost three weeks cool. before I went to Australia. Like I went, I was in London for like two and a half weeks. Then I went to Paris for a couple days and then, then went back to London and then went, went to Australia. Nice. And it was interesting cause we were talking about like the whole thing about like people, Amer- you know, like them noticing Americans and stuff like that. Um, fucking, uh, this was in January when, you know, 45 was being inaugurated and everybody that uh, that like knew found out that I was American, they kept asking me about mm-hmm. it. I'm like, don't fucking ask me about that shit. I'm not in America right now, man. Okay, I'm in yeah. out of the country for a reason. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh my god, I felt the same way like, when you leave the country around that time. Like, because I was actually I was in Norwich, London, uh, Nottingham, and then I was in Glenmorangie. I'm sorry, I wasn't in Glenmorangie. That's my favorite Scotch. I was in Grattan on Spey, and then I was in uh, Glasgow. All at the same time, oh, okay. and Scott. Wait, how I've got did you those... exist in multiple places at the same time? I am omnipresent. Holy shit, Cruz! This I am God. Om- <laughs> this is our first omnipresent guest. <laughs> omnipresent porn star, too. I can be fucking multiple people in multiple countries at the same time. Is are you getting laid right now? I am. I think so. I'm orgasming as I speak. <laughs> it's a pretty mild orgasm. Someone needs to put in some more work. Um, but I went to Scotland and people, Scottish people don't like Trump. They just don't like him. I don't think there's any, when I went to Australia, the Aussies don't like him. Yeah. Everywhere that I was, nobody fucking likes him. Thankfully the Cubans didn't ask me about it. Scotland has been suing Trump for decades now. Oh, there's a fucking documentary that they did where, um, he was trying to like, uh, turn land into fucking golf courses and stuff like that and they and there's one guy there was a scotsman that won an award it was like some kind of like award i forgot what it was called but something of the year because he stood up to him was like you're not fucking turning Mm -hmm. my goddamn land into a golf course man i i saw that part of the documentary and i was like slow clap like yes so i went to scotland and i was staying in um i rented a cottage next to this ancient castle about three miles away from a village called grattan and spay Mm -hmm. and i stayed there for a week by myself 
It was absolutely, it was one of the best experiences of my life. I really needed it. And I would walk into town every day to get a pasty pie and a bottle of wine. And then I'd go back and make a fire. And I had a spinning wheel and I would spin wool. That's what I did for like. Really? Yeah, I, like legit. Like, like they had one in the backyard. And um, so I brought it into the house. But I would go, I went to the bookstore and I got a couple of books to read because I didn't have Wi-Fi or, you know, anything. And um, she's like, oh, you're like, the lady who owned the store. She's like, oh, you're an American. And you're like a 20 something. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I feel for you right now. Like, I understand the millennials going through this time right now with your president. And it's, uh, it's difficult for everyone. So it, it, was, it was really nice to leave the country at that point in time. Because in England, everybody's just like, oh, so what do you think of the president? And I was like... I want to die right now, quite honestly. Like, I don't know if it's okay to talk about politics here, but like, I, and, and nothing is off limits. Yeah, I we're not a political podcast, but nothing is off limits. Yeah, like, I, it's just my feelings on the subject. No, like, none of us are fans of Trump. I was, I was no. very depressed. I was like really Let's depressed when this name. happened. <laughs> and then um, I went to England, and everybody's like, "Oh, you're." an American, what do you think? And then I went to Scotland and everybody was like, I fucking feel for you. I was like, thank you. This is where I need to be right now. Like I'm, I needed that. I felt like Scotland was hugging me, comforting me out of my woes of the president. No, it was was bad news. I, I went to Cuba in February and thankfully nobody asked me about 45 while I was down there. Yeah. Cause they have, you know, they're definitely affected by whatever the fuck happens in this country. They are. And they are currently being affected by it. I'm it sucks that, you know, they fucked it they turned around and fucked it back up. I'm yeah. super fortunate that I got to go. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I really want to go to Cuba one day. It's I'd amazing. like it if it was legal for me to go. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Technically I went on a journalism trip. Cool. That's awesome. Tourism's not allowed, but you know, journalistic activities is. We did two podcasts down there. Well, I did two podcasts down there. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did. <laughs> you totally did. We still haven't aired those, but. Oh, I thought I just burped into the microphone. I'm fine. It's, it's, everything's fine. <laughs> Things to clean up in post, ladies and gentlemen. Things to clean up in post. <laughs> I hope post. I didn't burp into the microphone. I've been doing it all night, so it's all good. Blah. <laughs> now, Cuba's amazing. Yeah. If you get to go, go. Even if you have to gateway through Canada or Mexico, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'll smuggle myself in if I have to. I know people who have, and um, I, know, I know the tricks. And so, I don't know, like, have you traveled a lot? I do at least two international trips a year. Yeah, so you travel substantially then. And I, when I was little, living on a commune in Utah, where the women are taught that you're, you grow up and you become a wife and you stay put your entire life in this one fucking commune. The only thing I wanted to do was see every single place in the world that I could see. And so my goal has been to go everywhere I want to go in the world. And that's not going to stop because of fucking president. Fuck I'm, no. If I want to go I to Cuba, I'm going to fucking go to Cuba. And I'm going <laughs> to dance all night long and drink. Do they drink tequila? They're more rum. I'm going to drink a bunch of rum. And yeah, I'm going to eat Cuban delicious rum. Cuban Speaking food. of which, I have Havana Club right there from Cuba. Ooh la la. I might have to try a bit of that. It's very good, actually. <laughs> I don't even like rum, and that's good fucking rum. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, life is about the adventure of it. And life, like, for me, life, the adventure of life is traveling. And God forbid somebody thinks they're going to make me stop. 
damn right. Yeah. Damn right. No, I kick myself for not starting like seeing the world earlier. I yeah. didn't start until in my 30s. I agree because I could have done that in the beginning of my career when, you know, when the business was actually booming, you know? And you had all that money? And I had all, instead, I invested in a house and I bought, you know, a couple of cars, whatever. But um, that wasn't, that was kind of smart of you, though. How old were you when you started? In the business? I was yeah. 18. God, like, and if I was out, 18 and investing in a house, like, I a fucking was, genius. Oh, when, I, when I invested in a house, I was 20. I yeah, was 20. that's brilliant. But this was back in 2005 when the business was like, People Still were actually dreaming. making money. You know what but, I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've been a property owner. I'll but, probably um, never own again. Why? Yeah. I'm not leaving it to anyone. Who cares if I <coughs> pay rent or pay a mortgage? I'd rather... My mortgage was like four Gs a month. Yeah, fuck that. Four Gs a month. <laughs> do, you, do you know how much of the world you could have seen in 2005 on four Gs? Well, that was yeah. the thing. Like, I went to Jamaica twice, which was great, whatever. But, it, you know, it's like, okay, I should have gone to fucking Europe instead of <laughs> seeing Jamaica a second time. You know or, what I mean? If someone says the words to me all inclusive, I'm out. Yeah. That, that's not traveling. Well, the only time I've actually done that is because I'm going to the Arctic and it was all inclusive, like housing, uh, gear, things like that. And then I'm like fucking all inclusive because I don't know what I'm doing and I could die here. Fair enough. But, <laughs> but when, otherwise, it's Yeah, when you're it's in like Cancun a, or some shit. Oh, like, God. That yeah. sounds painful. That sounds like a lot of like baby boomer swingers. No offense to the baby boomer swingers, but like kind of offense. Uh, offense. Offense attended. Like, yeah. people that go on cruises, I don't want to go on America on a boat. <laughs> that that actually, the thought of that brings up the flavor of vomit in my mouth. Like, that's what I think about when I think about going on like a, like, oh, all American white people cruise to like some Caribbean island. And I'm like, that makes me think about drinking so many margaritas with too much sugar in them that I vomit See, in my mouth. See, here's the thing. I will not go on a cruise where there's families and kids and stuff. The only God. cruise I've cruise ever had... won't go on a cruise? The only Sorry. cruise I've ever had fun on is the Candy Cruise, which they don't do that anymore. The it was Candy a tw- Cruise? It was with a K. 21 plus are the ones that do like the Playboy candy Halloween fucking parties and that stuff like that. That sounds like drugs. So like, um, well, there was a lot of drugs on the boat. I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> candy Cruise with a K just sounds no, like a rave. Can- candy Cruise, it was definitely not a rave, but I mean, you know, there was parts of the ship where they had like DJs and stuff like that. But the bottom line is, the m- main point is that it was, you had to be 21 to, to get on this fucking ship. It was not a family friendly fucking boat. It was a party boat, basically. I want And it to went to Mexico and I remembered having threesomes and hooking up with fucking people and having a good old fucking time on this fucking boat. They had different themes each night. They don't have it anymore because this was, I think, the last one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The bottom line is... rampant gonorrhea? This I- was... No, 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 no. This was... Um, swine flu was fucking becoming rampant. Oh, I remember that. That was like, what, 2011? I got swine flu. Did you? Oh, my God. Yeah. I had to go to the ER. I turned blue. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, that's why they stopped it. Because it was like, it was a fucking cruise that went to Mexico and then they stopped it. And then the last one they did was, everybody got swine flu during was 2011. And that was the last one I went. I went on the last one that they had. And it was so much fun because it was like all ad- adults only, you know? Um, you're, I, I like didn't mind venturing off on my own for my friends yeah. because there was so many fucking people that I would become friends with and shit like that. Um, what? I'm, I'm, it's not for me. I'd rather be out in a city. No, I agree. I agree. But they don't have this fucking cruise anymore, but that's the only kind of cruise I'm down for because it's 21 plus, adults only. Because I've been on cruises before where 
you know, like it's a carnival cruise where you're going to wherever, and then yeah. there's like kids and shit. And I'm like, why am I here right now? I'm you don't figure out local currencies or how to communicate with people, or so I actually have this thing like once every year, once once every month I do something small that's new that I've never done before. Once every year I do a big trip. <coughs> Excuse me, but um, so I actually really want to go on a cruise one day. Because it's like, what, 300 bucks all-inclusive? No, they're generally much more than that. I saw you can go to Miami, get on a cruise to the Bahamas for like 300 bucks. Oh, yeah, to the Bahamas. It's like, what, 20 miles? <laughs> yeah, seriously. But like, I want I wanted to try it out because it's like the Titanic on acid. And I like, I just want to go. And if I hate it, then I hate it. But at least I know. At least I'm experiencing it and not like finding out through other people. Like I really like experiencing things even if I hate it. It's not a it's not a worthless experience if you are doing something new. I agree, but I have finite time that I can spend abroad. Mm-hmm. I rather travel somewhere new, get local currency, party with locals, get weird. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's ideal. That's why I haven't gone on a cruise yet because if you have enough money for a cruise, you probably have enough money to go experience the local culture of some place that's really awesome. No, you definitely do. Airfare to Cuba, when it was legal, was only 336 round trip from Is that area. when you went? No. Yeah. Oh my God. And it's illegal again now, right? Like as a, yeah, as we can't, a couple we of weeks can't, ago. We even. can't fucking well, go. It's so, they don't know how to enforce it yet, so you may... I haven't checked if the U.S. routes are still But running. I mean, if I if we bought a trip right now, like, good luck coming back in. Maybe? I wonder if Possibly. I looked on, like, kayak right now, like, what the cost of a... Like, like if they would I be like, kayaking. oh, you can't go, or if it's like, like look, what would happen? I don't know, but airfare was 336 round trip from LAX. God. A I want... Nine, a nine-bedroom, ten-bath mansion <laughs> outside of Havana was 540 a night. <gasps> no. With a staff. It had a fucking staff. So that's actually really similar to uh, some places in Scotland where you can rent. You don't get the staff with it, but you can rent an entire castle for like 300 bucks a night. And it has like 12 bedrooms. And if you get people to like, if you bring a party to Scotland. Yeah, no, we went 10 deep to Cuba. That's amazing. I really, really want to go to Cuba. I think the history is fascinating. I think the people are beautiful. The food is delicious. Oh, the no. dancing, the dancing. I just want to go dance. When we get off air, I'll show you footage of us in a Cuban uh, jazz club. Yeah. I want to see. I went to the American Virgin Islands in December of this year, and it was the first time I actually sailed my own schooner. Schooner? 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 schooner. Sure. I sailed a boat. Out a of, boat. Out of port into rocky waters on my own. And I, and I have survived. a photo of me looking like, because I, I was very proud of myself. I'm like in my underwear and a French maid outfit, like holding, <laughs> what is it called? I don't even know the name of it. The thing that steers the boat. The rudder? The rudder. I'm mm-hmm. holding the rudder. Wait, you're on a sailboat? And a or? fucking French yeah. maid. Mm-hmm. I'm in a schooner. Schooner. Somebody who sails, who's going to be listening to this, is going to be like... They're going to be like, you're all wrong. Because we have a huge sailing audience. Their nose is going to start bleeding as I'm trying to pronounce this. But um, I'm like in a French maid costume, like holding the rudder, sailing it out to port. And it was probably one of my prouder moments in life. I have a photo of me doing this, and I'm really proud of it. Um, In a French maid outfit. in In a fucking latex French maid outfit on a actual pirate boat. That's awesome. That is fucking amazing. It was really cool. 
with my it was with my friend and her sugar daddy who was the one who flew us out and it was great it was so much fun y'all um, are so lucky with the sugar daddy <laughs> I mean, he's not my sugar daddy but he paid for me to go out so I guess in a way he's kind of my it's sugar great daddy. to have friends that have sugar daddies because likely they're likelier yeah. to be like oh you want to bring some friends yeah but friends. the problem is even if you have a sugar daddy they're not about flying people that have testicles out yeah. Well, no, that's my point. She's well, obviously female, yeah. and her girlfriend's fucking sugar daddy was like, oh, fuck well, my Or if their sugar daddies are about flying people that have my genitalia out, they want to see my asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Also, yes. And I, I'm, I'm not about to give up that sugar for anything you know, small. <laughs> You're not yeah. going to give up that sugar for that daddy? Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. no, no. No, no, no. Piling a scooter, schooner <laughs> no, is no, not worth no. my asshole. Sorry. <laughs> kind of worth mine. Well, not like... In a way, in a way, like I'm way. pretty sure he probably saw my asshole at that at some point because I was naked a lot during this trip. These things happen. Yeah, and I went. Uh, what was I? Why is I talking? Oh, the dancing because I wanted to go to Cuba for the dancing, and so ah. I went to the Virgin Islands. And like I love island culture. My first memories uh, of life are living in the Keys. I lived in the Keys for my my father started. Um, was he like a missionary? Like why? he was a cult leader. He started cults all around the country. My father uh, did. My my grandfather was also a cult leader, but he started the Mormon area of the thing, of, of the cult leading. And then my father was like, um, he got back from Vietnam um, and he decided that he was Jesus. And he went around the country and started these cults about weed. Nice. Yeah. Real quick. Are you going to continue in the family business? Are you going to start a cult? I am Jesus. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm going to do porn <laughs> and make a lot of really amazing art and like, I don't know, go traveling a lot. Um, probably not going to be Jesus. Well, hopefully you don't get crucified. I have been crucified, but like in the bondage arena of things. Yeah, I don't see stigmata on you. Not yet anyway. Ooh. Ooh la la. But um, what was I saying? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack you. No, you're great. You're great. <laughs> Um, yeah, cults. Yeah, cool. your family started a bunch of cults. We were talking about... And then you ended up in many ports because your father had started many cults. Oh, my first memories were in Key West. And so I, I have like a love of... I don't even... I don't remember. I'm, I've been drinking. I'm almost through with this bottle so, of wine. So not to, not to like derail the conversation, but I did find out who that model is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I texted our good friend, Wolf Hudson, who was just on our show. He's actually... Yeah. Um, cause he knows the photographer. He used to live with the photographer and I said, Hey, who was that model? And her name, she goes by damage Dolly. Ooh. And, um, yes, she actually has a vice article with vice magazine called, um, the cam whore with no vagina. Um, nice. yes. Uh, so anyways, she became, she has suffered, from one of the rarest cases of Crohn's disease. That's the reason why people have um, colonoscopy. Colon- well, that is one of many yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and on account of it, had to get her rectum, vagina, and breasts removed. Wow. Um, so here is a picture of her. And he actually kind of photoshopped her colon, uh, colon to- it's called a, not colonoscopy. Colon- colonoscopy. Col- colonoscopy. Colon, t- fuck, I can't remember. Colonoscopy. Colon, colon, <laughs> 
cannot colonoscopy. Fuck, I can't talk. Anyways, Colostomy bag. Yeah, anyways, that's what she looks like. She doesn't have hey, breasts. Bruce, can you pump out that URL for our listeners so they know what we're looking at? We're looking at blackulaphotography.com, and that's Blackula with a C-K-U-L-A oh, at the end. Yeah, Blackula. He shot this this model. I'm pretty sure I've shot with Blackula. Yeah. She, um, yeah, she does not have... A vagina or asshole, and she has a little seats on the side there. He like photoshopped. And it apparently, out. she has a halo in most of her pictures. Cool. So I'm pretty sure in my seven years as a full time art model, I have shot with Blackula. He lives in New York, or they live in New York. No, he's based in Los Angeles. Okay, I'm still pretty sure I've shot with them. Could be a super common name. No, it's not. They're well known. Um, but that's amazing. I would love to um, actually see that a little bit closer. Yeah, here you can. Actually- My mother had a colostomy bag for almost a year, and it was one of the more difficult things in her life. And um, I really respect people who have that. It's a big deal. No, it totally is. I don't know how I would live. Yeah. No, she was like, "Wow, that's beautiful. These are beautiful images." Mm-hmm. What is this model's name again? Damaged Dolly. Well, Damaged Dolly is a total babe and so brave. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Respect. Hell, she, she's very beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. She's no, hot. She's Look to- at her. No, she's totally hot. Mm-hmm. But she, we were talking about this earlier, how like, okay, well, can she have sex? She can't have sex. She's she a mouth. She just her mouth. Just with her yeah. mouth. Yeah, exactly. She might give a mad good ham job. That too. I bet you. Also, if you've ever seen Deep Throat. <laughs> Sorry, that's terrible. It's all good. It's- oh, wait, she has a website. It's damaged, damaged, excuse me, damagedolly.com is her website. She's gorgeous. Yeah, no, she's absolutely she's beautiful. Gorgeous. She looks like, um, like a kind of gothic Snow White thing going mm-hmm. on. Oh, wait, her website does not work anymore. Never mind. Just kidding. I was trying to go to her website to see if I could. Well, just Google her then. Yeah, you can just yeah. Google her. Damn Google her. She probably has a model mayhem. Yeah. Creeps don't hire her. Who doesn't have a model mayhem? Just yeah. dude right here. Well, you should get one. You going to represent me? I'll be your manager. I'll be your agent. Cruz, I got an agent. I finally made it <laughs> in Hollywood. Yay. Is it fucked up that my agent gets booked more than me? Oh my god. <laughs> so Olive, I would love this conversation to go all fucking night, but I feel like we're way past your heart out. Uh yeah. Well, I have a flight to catch at eleven forty-five p.m. Oh man, it's kind of shitty. And it's nine o'clock right now. Yeah. Soon as you were saying you wanted to leave at eight. Yeah. So I should probably go. We don't want you to. So but... I guess I guess that means last call comes early, huh? Yeah. One more sip of wine. It's fucking I'm last call. So well, let's toast. To the let's toast last call right now. Cheers. 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 Solange. Masolvia. You can have another one. It's all good. Well, I've been like doing this in my head. I do this when I get drunk. I'm like, 11:45 is when the plane departs. I have to be there 9:45. Not even. Time. What airlines? Uh, Alaska. Yeah, but oh, it is LAX. Terminal 6. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. It's bad I know that off the top of my head. Mm. No, I'm there so often. Yeah. So. Well, it is last call, so why don't you tell us where we can find you online? Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at olive underscore glass underscore. You can find me on Instagram 
is glass olive, all one word, just glass olive. Um, and then I actually, I have a website, um, officialglassolive.com. And then of course I'm on my, uh, agency website as, um, atmla.com slash olive glass. Awesome. Matt, yeah. where can we find you? And you can also find her as the June penthouse pet of the month. Yeah, that's right. Penthouse pet of the you month are the penthouse. <laughs> that's right. Thank you. You are the penthouse. But she, for those listening, olive glass is the penthouse pet of the month for the month of June. Yeah. So check me. her out. I was just looking at the pendant the whole fucking show. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's just chilling there. Yeah. Okay, Matt, where can we find you? You can always find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram. It is Matt Slayer on Snapchat, not Matt Effin Slayer on Snapchat. Oh, shit. I fucked that up on previous episodes. And Matt Effin Slayer on Facebook. And you can find me at Annie fucking Cruz on Twitter, at Annie Cruz on Instagram. Annie fucking Cruz. Okay, Annie I'm going to be looking you both. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Annie well, fucking I follow Cruz. you. Annie fucking Cruz on fucking Snapchat, AnnieCruz.com for business, AnnieFuckingCruz.com for pleasure. And of course, you can find us at And Now We Drink on Twitter, at And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram, and NowWeDrink.com. Be sure to fucking check us out, guys. Rate us, give us some good fucking stars. <laughs> yeah, no, please do us a solid. Tell your friends, go to iTunes, rate us five stars. Five stars will help us get to the higher up in the charts. We'll bring more drinking buddies to the party. Exactly. I approve of the statement. Thank you again, Olive, for joining us tonight. All right, you guys. See you later, motherfuckers. Bye.